Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Excelsior to you, our Merry Marvelites! We've been gone for two weeks, but we come back to you with show number 60... Yeah. Show 60. Wow. And it is a holiday, extra long, spectacular. It is a, it's a holiday, it's a holiday show. 90 minute spec. <laughs> Christmas sweater. You're wearing your Christmas Aww, sweater. It's Christmas so sweater. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, know? you. I feel like, wait, have, have we been gone? Because I've been gone longer. It's uh, just- you, yeah, you've been gone for like three weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, because oh, of the holiday. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the holiday. And then, yeah, because I, I was out of town, and then I had to go deal with some things, and then the holiday, I was out of town again. I went to go see my family. It was nice. Important. Importante. So, uh, anyway, let's get into it, because we've only got 90 minutes to talk about the news today. That's all we've got. <laughs> but we've got a lot to talk about. So, let me get all this out of the way. We are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from nowhere, where we tell you all the news from all the studios, and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News, or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us on the Popcorn Talk website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Marvel News PTN, or on Facebook, forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe to us on... Are, are you doing, like, like hand signals? Like, hand signals? Like, hand sign language? I'm just uh, And if you'll tweet out a link to our show asking people to join our live chat, Zach in the booth will retweet you. He is the voice of doom today. Hit say hello, Zach. <laughs> hey, guys. How is everyone doing? Beep, boop, boop. That's, that means everyone's doing good. Uh, my name is Matt Key, at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco, at M Placco. We've got Coy over there. I'm Coy Jandro, at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. And we are joined by the one, the only, the indomitable, <laughs> Whitney Moore. Hey, it's me, Whitney. It's true. <laughs> uh, that is, that, what she said is a truth. It's true. Yes. It's a yeah. true thing. We can vouch. She, she, she is indeed Whitney. Yep. Do I do I do my Twitter too? Do give uh, give the world your Twitter. It's at Tweet Me More. Like my name. <laughs> so that is T W E E T N E Y M O O R E. All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and where can people find you? Tell 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 our lovely audience about yourself. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Matt. Golly. Well, <laughs> I host a show. I help host a show on Geek and Sundry called The Pull. It is it is on stream on Twitch which is at uh, twitch.com slash geekandsundry, and we do it every Tuesday night. We like to talk about the comics that are getting, coming out, as you probably know, every Wednesday. <laughs> so we like to talk about our packs, and we do some other stuff, too. We like to do, like, a radio show-style uh, read-through of comics. This last one, we did the... Uh, 
Spider-Man holiday special from 1980-something. No, that's fantastic. I got to be Doc Ock and a girl named Bambi. And it's super fun, so check it out. That's awesome. And you guys uh, are strictly comic books where we're the Marvel mm. movie news yes. where we're mm-hmm. Marvels and movies yes. uh, uh, you guys do the just comic books right? Yeah it's been really hard to not talk about all of that stuff sure. it's so exciting I mean this year has been crazy especially with Marvel movies and TV so we sometimes show trailers and talk about it a little bit but we like to focus on comics and creators we do a lot of interviews so so cool straight up comics and if I'm not mistaken, your specialty is indie comics. Like, you read a lot yes. of indie comics. Yes. If Hector and Amy, my other hosts, watch this show, they're going to laugh at me really hard because I'm uh, relatively new to Marvel comics in terms of how much I've, how long I've liked comics. Usually, uh, growing up, I read a lot of DC and Independence, and I'm still, like, a great year for indies. Yeah, uh, but great year. Marvel, I mean, Marvel movies and Marvel TV has really made me interested in reading comics. Yeah. I read Alias for the first time, which I can't wait it's to talk about. So good, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, some of our listeners uh, are getting into comics, have been into comics, but they like they've been like like a lot like me, where it's just like a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, what independent books would you recommend? I mean, other than Saga. Oh, dang it. That was going to be mine. Um, this year, okay, well, you know, whenever you recommend a comic to somebody, it always just depends on what genre of anything they like. Uh, so but, like, say, some of your top picks this, from this year independent I love Bitch Planet. Which is maybe Kelly gonna Suda. be bleeps? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If it's, it's a swear. We, we, we don't yeah. say the F word. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much it. Okay, good. Um, uh, which is, I would pitch as Orange is the New Black in Space. Um, for for the uninitiated, I would say Lumberjanes, uh, Rat Queens. Yeah, oh, I love Rat Queens. There have been so many. And in terms of just all time favorites, mm-hmm. there's a comic that David Mazzucchelli wrote called Asterius Polyp that is his departure from doing superhero stuff and is his weird experience. Experimental uh, psychology-related art comic, and it's so it's I think a perfect. It's oh, called right. Mysterious Polyp. Asterios, like the Greek. Asterios, Asterios. gotcha. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you for all of that. Yes. That's educational. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want more information on uh, independent comics, uh, make sure to follow uh, Whitney, and she'll she'll yeah. steer you right. Or metal. Uh, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to dive through the news as fast as we can. And there's a lot of news, by the way. It's been two weeks, uh, and there was about two weeks of news in one of those weeks. So yeah. it's like three weeks of news yeah, like and news. those two big things. Yeah. So we're going to cover the news real quick, which uh, includes Fantastic Four sequel stuff, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Agent Carter, Iron Fist. Everything. Uh, we're going to try our everything. best to talk about Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit. But then, after all of that, we're going to jump into our thoughts on Jessica Jones and the Civil War trailer. So we're going to keep that until the end. Mm-hmm. Please don't hate us for that. <laughs> uh, but first, we're going to start with Spiderman. You know, good old, good old Peter Spiderman. Spiderman. <laughs> Peter Spiderman. Uh, where, uh, <laughs> you just spit I on your spit, I spit a little bit. Uh, Tom Holland this week uh, mm-hmm. talked a little bit about Spider-Man, and he did indeed confirm that he will have a secret identity and have the mask. It's not anything that we didn't already know. Just like Peter Parker walking yeah. around like, hey, Spider-Man. What's up? <laughs> Spider-Man. What's Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> Uh, but uh, the, the direct quote that he said uh, had was, I think one of the most interesting interesting things about Peter Parker for us is that he's the only person in the MCU that has a secret identity, so we all know who everyone else is. I think that's quite interesting to go back to that hiding behind a mask. So, again, it's not anything novel or new. It's nothing that we haven't talked about before, but yeah. it's just cool that 
you know, that Tom we get in the official, he can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. yeah so. Did you read the interview about him on Instagram where he's like, no. he's big into Ultimate Spider Man and he got a haircut and he just posted a selfie and he's like, it's a selfie. And then everyone on Instagram was like, you're doing Ultimate Spider Man. You've got that email Ultimate Spider Man haircut. And it turned into like giant news and he's like, Bro, it's a selfie. And like, it's just great because he's like just a dude that hasn't had that kind of exposure yet. He's yeah. like a fairly unknown actor that's been in like the heart of the sea and a bunch of like indie small. Well, that's not an indie, but you know what I mean, like yeah. smaller things. And now all of a sudden he posts a selfie and the world explodes. So he's got that J Law treatment. The, the nature of the internet right now. I remember so James loud. Gunn tweeted that he was not going to answer any questions about Guardian spoilers because mm-hmm. somebody's eventually going to get it. Accidentally, yeah. Get it, right? yeah, somebody's exactly. going to get it. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> and, and like people just have like so much time because there's so much internet and there's so mm-hmm. much like so many people focused on this one thing. So the dude posts the selfie and it's like I know James Gunn tweeted about another dog the other day. I wonder what people thought about that. Oh, He's in Cosmo, it, Cosmo's got competition. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say about that, but it I is. I think kinda, it's cute. It's it's cool. It's cute. Kids enthusiasm. It's so great. cute. I oh, know. Uh, but uh, uh, kind of uh, like tiny news that kind of has ended up leading into maybe a bigger bigger bit. Uh, is that uh, Tom Holland also said that they're shooting in Atlanta for most of the production. Yes, they, I, it's pretty much become home base yeah, because Marvel they have the studios land. there. Uh, but then uh, when uh, Ma- uh, Master Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. and uh, the good sir Christopher Evans uh, were on uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, I believe the quote that what uh, Robert had, uh, Robert, Dan- Robert, um, <laughs> Robert, 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 uh, that Mr. Downey Jr. had was, uh, by the way, we're going to shoot in Atlanta again, you and I, saying that to Chris Evans, and Evans, oh, I know, I'm ready, I'm ready, because mm-hmm. it's so hot, and they, right. they weren't excited about it. That was it. a cute interview. Hmm. The, Did you watch the whole thing? Oh, yeah. I, I find that, I find that interesting. So, here's what's interesting about that, though. Uh, Doctor Strange is in New York, Hong Kong, and London. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor isn't shooting exclusively in Australia. Black Panther, Ant-Man, and the Wasp don't have scripts yet, so we don't even know where they're going to be shooting yet. Guardians is in Atlanta, but James Gunn has sworn that yeah, Iron Man is not in down, it. Yeah. Uh, which, maybe he's lying, but... We were to cap in it, too, though. Like, but, like, Iron yeah. Man works a little bit. Cap just being in space, like... I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> out of my element. What a wonky hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, like, the Guardians come here... But that doesn't make sense no. unless they're shooting like some like in credits scene. But, but they wouldn't be doing that. Infinity War is also probably in Atlanta. Maybe, maybe just because Pinewood I, Studios. Well, I don't even know if they have a script for that yet. But I think they assume. Maybe they do, but we do know the Spider-Man shooting in Atlanta. It's true. I'm just I'm just uh, saying that's a it's so, a it's a stretch. Okay, stretch. listen. I I know the movies differ from the comics, but I can't see them doing Civil War ending it any differently than the comics. Hmm. What do you mean? In, in like, I, Cap dying? Cap dying. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert in, the com- yeah. in the comics, Captain America dies. Be, beware, yes. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. If you didn't know, in the comics, Cap dies. And I, as long as they don't pull a uh, Into Darkness, Star Trek Into Darkness, right, right. and reverse it, I I suspect Cap is going to bite it in Civil War. I for some reason don't see that happening, only because of how much Chris Evans has talked about and but then he can come back. He can come back to the Infinity War. They, yeah. they have the Infinity Gems. Exactly. I'm curious how yeah. it goes. Yeah. I, I just don't know if that's going to bring may, Cap may, and Iron Man into Spider-Man. Maybe Chris Evans and um, RDJ are shooting something else entirely. I would love to hear if they just were shooting like a romantic comedy. Exactly. Yeah, they're just talking yeah. about yeah. filming in Atlanta. Right. Atlanta yeah. Just like, yeah, we're shooting my <laughs> wedding <laughs> video. <laughs> you know all about this. Come yeah. on, Chris. <laughs> Uh, I really enjoy that. They're like yeah. golfing and shooting a documentary. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're back in Atlanta. They're just like <laughs> shooting some like student film. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> Trouncing all of us. They're like yeah. speaking at a SCAD graduation. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this is how it works. This is the yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, so that's all the Spider-Man news. It's, n- it's not a lot, but uh, we have a lot of Spider-Man fans, and I wanted to. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. I I'm excited for the Secret Identity thing. I, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be. No, and it makes a good point because everyone else is yeah. unmasked and known. So yeah. that's another reason they couldn't really. Do, do the Civil whole, War that way. Yeah. And it's an interesting dynamic to add to the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe we've established for so long, because the Marvel Universe is like, what, 12, 13 years old? Yeah. And we've kind of established it as being a no secret identity world, yeah. exactly. and we've accepted that. So it's going to be interesting to throw in this comic element that's like so alien to the film element. People yeah. are getting real nitpicky about that, saying like, oh, well, Daredevil, and well, right. Ant-Man, like... Those are yeah, Netflix. It's, it's like not technically yeah. movies. Yeah. And Ant-Man's like on the cusp. Yeah. Also. I mean, I, I mean, I guess, people. yeah, technically <laughs> is kind of one of the first, like, masked... Super, unknown, you know, mass superheroes that we're seeing, but well, yeah. we have to see them evolve some more. All right, right. Let's let's jump over to Fox. Right oh, that now. news, yeah, there's, there's all that news to go mm-hmm. over. Uh, Fantastic Four, great news, maybe bad news for some people. <laughs> that one person. Uh, the Fantastic Four sequel has been removed from the Fox schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. That that. that <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone. Was that you did it. That? Thank you, Matt. That's the first time anyone yeah. said that out loud. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's, it's removed from the Fox schedule. So uh, that does not mean that Marvel's getting the rights back. It doesn't mean yeah. that Fox is even looking no. to give the rights back. I think that that simply means that Fox is like, hell, what do we do? Yeah. yeah, I think it's just flailing and just being like, don't have it on the calendar and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Now, now, best of both worlds is that Fox looks at Sony and they're like, yeah, you know that uh, Spider-Man thing that you guys did? Yeah. It seems pretty swell. Now, how do we do that with the Fantastic Four? Exactly. So, like, they can, find some old contract where Chris Evans is still obligated to play Human Torch <laughs> and they're like, alright, Cap, deal with it. <laughs> And that becomes a new universe. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we we there is no Fantastic Four sequel moving forward mm-hmm. as of right now. So, uh, let's talk about Deadpool real quick. Did you did, did you happen to see that video that he shot for? Like, oh, many some, times. Oh, I'm sure it did. is fantastic. Sure. It's Aww. wicked funny, and I speak Spanish just as well as Deadpool. I learned, and that makes me really happy. <laughs> I'm glad his love of chimichangas didn't make him bilingual because I get lost. Uh, no, it's they're incredible. They're so funny. He's always in character. I feel like Ryan Reynolds at this point is just. Did, did you did you see oh that? I, that yeah, it's so in the rundown. Good. So this is the new it's poster, so which is so good yeah, and so impossibly. YouTube listeners, uh, uh, we're we're showing you right now mm-hmm. the uh, the international poster that uh, is a picture of um, Deadpool. Ninety percent. That's yeah. a Hello Kitty backpack, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just oh, sure, sure Hello Kitty was like, you can use it in the movie, but you can't advertise us, you loudmouth swearing <laughs> violent <Yeah>. man. <laughs> uh, so uh, for all you podcast listeners, it's a picture of Deadpool. He's uh, he's like turning around, like all innocent. Like, like, he's given uh, some cheesecake. Yeah, yeah it it's says, like the uh, quintessential. Like, it's almost like the little girl who the the dog is kind of biting. Like, like yeah. Mort- Mort- yeah. Salt? yeah, the Morton salt. No, no, the sunscreen. The sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. <laughs> I need to get me to some foreign country where it opens February fourth because I got. I, that's just. I can't wait another <laughs> yeah. week. It's February fourth. Knowing others somewhere. are watching yeah. it without me. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we we thought we'd show that, but then we've also got a picture of Koi with uh, <laughs> Santa, oh Santa Pool. Santa Pool popped up at my local cinema, and I tweeted that immediately, and did not tweet it at Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds liked it, which means yeah. that for some reason Ryan Reynolds was on my Twitter at one point that I was just like, "Hey, buddy, what Maybe are you doing?" You. It was just such a random. 
random occurrence to me. Like it was like one in the morning oh that I tweeted this, God. and like it was just like Ryan Reynolds like this, and Dude, I was like, Ryan Reynolds is a huge fan of you. I, I you know, now I, I can die right now. He's Ryan Reynolds just like on my Twitter. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> he saw your most recent headshots and was like, this. Yeah. He's like this handsome fellow. <laughs> this handsome. But I need him in a movie. <laughs> no, but it was just really cool to know that he like cares about the fans and Deadpool so much that he even likes stuff that he's not tweeted at. Like yeah. that's a really, it was a really cool moment. Objectively, mm-hmm. not in myself to be excited, <laughs> but also he liked my picture. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so for all of you uh, podcast listeners mm-hmm. and all you people uh, watching us right now or YouTube or whatever, we always have a, uh, a rundown of the show at geekgirlauthority.com. Uh, it's going to be on the front mm-hmm. page, uh, or you can look look it up just by typing uh, Marvel Movie News. And we have the video linked there. We have the posters, all the pictures and everything that you want to see. We've got it all linked right there for you to go look at. So... Uh, you're welcome, everybody. That's thank oh, you, Matt. It's a lot of work. You are that amazing. I just I do just because you I love you guys so much. Just are you the Geek Girl Authority? I am the Geek Girl Authority. I am. Authority. <laughs> I know. I, we wouldn't know Geek how Girls. to do anything. There, there's the hashtag Koi for Iron Fist. It should be hashtag Matt for Captain Marvel. Yeah, because you're the Geek Girl Authority. I, there's there have been a few people that say that I should be Wong. I see it. Doctor Strange. I'm in for it. Uh, completely, completely wrong for it. In every way. Yeah, sure, it's perfect. Uh, so let's jump over to X Men Apocalypse real quick. James McAvoy reveals why Professor X is bald now. Uh, it's apparently the same sort of thing that happens when uh when you get really scared and your hair turns white. Yeah, that's why he's bald. Oh, he got frightened into baldness. Yeah, he, Fell out. Okay. Uh, his quote is: uh, "He ends up going through something so horrible and painful that he literally half pulls his hair out half. That's how he's half yeah. it just falls out." <laughs> So, so he gets a Skrillex haircut, and yeah. then the rest he decides. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, so that's that's interesting. Like I I didn't see that. I actually didn't see that coming. I figured like he just shaved yeah. his head. He's like, oh, it's time for me to shave my head now. I'm Charles Xavier. I, uh, I just always yeah. imagined him as bald for some reason, even as like a baby. Like yeah. just, never just always hair. bald. Yeah, part of his mutant. All the early ability. movies, he's wearing a wig, and it's like this big secret. Yeah. So like, the series comes out, and he's like, I have to tell you something. Eric. It's who I am. <laughs> No, you've been bald this whole time. It's all a lie. <laughs> my psychic powers took my head in too. <laughs> yep. uh, so, uh, but but it does like uh, do we do we see that event? Is that beforehand? Like, and we we know from the trailer at uh, at Comic Con this year that uh, like Jean Grey has that like awful vision of the mm-hmm. whole world ending and stuff like. I wonder if like any of that has to play with it. So, uh, I don't know. Real no. stress and PTSD apocalypse yep. stuff. You lose your hair about that. I mean, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. Like this, this ancient ten thousand year mutant comes back and he's like, "Hey, what's up? Let's do this." Yeah, I think if I saw the world ending, might get a little stressed. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, so uh, Simon Kinberg also talked about new mutants this week. Uh, maybe last week. I don't know. We've got like two and a half weeks of news here. At some at, point. At some point in the last fortnight, uh, Simon Kinberg said something about the new mutants, and that is, here's the gist of what he said. You can read the full quote on Geek Girl if you want. Here's the gist of what he said. Uh, it's it's not done yet. We're still moving forward with it. Uh, and that Josh Boone, uh, the director and one of the co-writers, uh, is such a giant fan of the franchise and and has been for his entire life that he came in and pitched the movie. They weren't planning on doing the movie. They're like, ah, any mutants, sure, whatever. Josh Boone's like, hey, I've got this idea. They're like, sure, come on in and talk to us. His pitch was so amazing and so dead on. They were like, 
yeah, how could we say no? Oh, like, that's so, incredible. Yes. Yeah, how so, often does that happen? Yeah, right? With that that's big right. of a movie. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's like not like a $1 million like drumming film with Miles mm-hmm. Teller, which is great. But like, to, to come in and be like, by the way, give me $80 million of your dollars. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, yes. Skip it about. Okay. Oh my God, is he Kilgrave? Simon Kilgrave is... No, Josh Boone is Sound effects. This is great. Zach in the booth. <laughs> Voice of Doom. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. We've had a few of our fans ask us like if we have any news on New Mutants, and it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> if there's any New Mutant mm-hmm. news out there, like you can find it like us. Like we don't have an end at the studio, <laughs> but uh, I yet. do, I do yet. Uh, but I do like uh, being able to report on that because mm-hmm. I'm excited about New Mutants, and I, I think it's probably going to be more like X Force. I really think that that's how they'll pull Deadpool in and Cable and everything like that. So there's a lot like in that world that would be very good for TV and movie tie-ins, and I think we're at a point now with Netflix doing so well and TV doing so well that they're going to start incorporating those better. Mm-hmm. And I think Fox needs to catch up, so I think they're going to be the first to really be like, I mean, Shield gets acknowledged, but not in a direct way. I think Fox is going to be like, hey, we can universe build and then set up large event titles with film. And I think what they can do is make their TV like episodic and make their film like annuals and make their big mm-hmm. event comics the movies and have their like all their stuff tie in because there's so many rich characters and rich storylines that I think Fox could make their point to skip ahead with that device, which I think they might be doing. Well, and it makes me wonder, too, because uh, so YouTube Red is now starting to go after like Hollywood studio money. And yeah. then, you know, and since Marvel's so tight with Netflix, I wonder if Fox might try to go with the YouTube route oh. versus, say, Amazon or even Netflix, because it's such a new venue. That I just hope they crazy. cast actors and not YouTubers. No offense, yeah. YouTube. It's just been a thing lately. No, it's I, I saw that last YouTube movie. No offense to YouTube. I love you guys, but man, actors are actors. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Uh, guys, I've, I've just got some breaking news. Uh, Jeremy L. on Twitter says that uh, uh, Mar- uh, Meredith's hair is on point today. Aww, <laughs> There's been a lot of that. I've done a lot you. of Marvelous. And, and Jake uh, Thor said thanks for the response. Nice. And uh, he said that uh, someone even say it's Marvelous. Marvelous. Aww, Aww. Thanks, guys. See, even with all this news, we get time for you guys. Yeah. yeah, much love. So, shout do- out to my mom's hairdresser in Fort Lauderdale who taught me to finally <laughs> do my hair after 15 years. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, but really, like, this is a very important question. How's my hair doing today? It's great. Oh, it's on point. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty point. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Layers? It's, uh, yeah. it's more modern Doctor Strange. Like, Ooh, yeah, very yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Fa- facial hair bros. Yeah. 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 Shelby bought a bow staff. Like this week, she just bought to a bow staff. Yeah, she bought it and, and brought it home. And I have, uh, please do, because I've been yeah. very confused if Gambit <laughs> living with me. Bow staff was my favorite weapon. I just didn't know what to do about that. Like knowledge, I didn't know that was a thing people purchased in real life. Like I, she can go hang dude. out with uh, Huffman. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. be gambits yeah. together. But like the new Daredevil, I just see this bow staff. I'm like, why does Shelby own that? Like it's a very odd thing, just ominously sit in the corner Maybe of the room. It's for a new role. I mean, I'm excited. Oh my it's god, just been very yeah. She's just secretly just, but yeah, I just. We were talking axes. Very excited. Tell her story. I will give her lessons. Okay. that's awesome. I'm excited. Uh, and when your hair looks great. Yeah. Thanks. I was starting to feel really left out. I know. Oh, I know. Talked about I know everybody's hair. Looks, on I know, this. I know, I know. Koi has no hair. I grow Ryan Reynolds on my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, so let's jump over to Marvel real quick, where uh, we've known that Doctor Strange was already in production. We've seen the pictures from Nepal. Uh, however, they are now officially in production. Uh, they've moved to London, where they're mm-hmm. in production there. Uh, and as we said earlier, they'll be going to uh, Hong Kong as well at some point. 
uh, to shoot. And uh, along with that announcement, they also made uh, mention that Mads Mikkelsen is 100% officially attached to the cast. I don't, I don't <laughs> think, dancing back and forth. Yeah, I don't know that we had had like official confirmation mm-hmm. until that press release came out. And they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, Mads oh. Mikkelsen. None of the roles have been disclosed. The only no, the only roles we know about right mm-hmm. now. Are uh, Cumberbatch is strange, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, mm. and uh, she would tell Ejiofor as Baron Mordo. But uh, McAdams, Rachel McAdams, is still like, "Hey, what's up? I'm a chick." Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Stuhlbarg is still like, "Hey, what's up? I'm a dude." And Mads Mikkelsen is still like, "Hey, I'm a badass." But uh, we don't, we don't know who they are. And I love that. I'm really happy yeah. there's oh, some dude, mystery. I'm so yeah. ex- like that makes me so happy. Yeah, because like the I always after international trailer I stop watching. So I'm really happy mm-hmm. that we're this far into production. And I still there's still yeah. some mystery. I'd like there to stay some mystery if it's possible. Uh, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Like I, uh, I I don't want them to release much more. Like I I, no. would, I would love to know who uh, Rachel McAdams is because mm-hmm. that's killing me. Because I, I I but uh, that's like the last thing I, that I actually want to know. Well, I think it's Linda Carter. Yeah, that's from the oath, yeah. Mm -hmm. We just had a great nostalgia shout-out from Xeno Hour saying, Marvel hair news! (laughs) Aww! Marvel hair news! Oh, I remember! I I love how Star Wars has been doing all their promotion Mm -hmm. without giving too much away. I sometimes wish Marvel would kind of pull back. I would love that so much. I hope they take that cue from Disney because it'll still make all the billions Mm -hmm. of dollars. It's that you can be surprised. Yeah, Yeah. because I think I would have liked Ultron more because I enjoyed Ultron when we watched it much more. If you guys watched the watch along, which we did, just three hours of us watching a movie, which was a weird experience. (laughs) But people Uh, loved it. People loved it. It was a cool thing. But I appreciated the movie more. It was so much fun because I was moved. I was able to take a step Mm -hmm. back. I would love to go into the theater with that same step back. Yeah. Um... That's why I haven't watched anything from Star Wars since the international trailer. Yep, that's where I'm going to live from now on. Just yeah. international, yeah. I walk and, back. and nothing else. And I, I've watched a couple, but nothing's really revealed anything. And I will say probably at Civil War, even though I know it's our job, I'm very happy mm-hmm. with what we saw. I don't think I want to see anything more because yeah. I'm most excited about this. Yeah. And I want to I want to, I want to stay that way. Deadpool, I'm stopping yeah. at the international. Same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just, I mean, guys, you're going to be mad at me, but you're going to deal with it. Uh, from now on, I think that's just <laughs> where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I we'll, we'll report on news, but I'll even like disclose to everyone like if it's something, I'll walk out of the room if I have to because I really there are certain things I want to just experience. As a I don't fan. want to ruin movies for me by yeah. giving movies to you. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I just think from now on, I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a great way unless they start like doing their Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of Rachel McAdams, as I was earlier, uh, <laughs> she promises that the film is. Um, uh, her quote is, "It's definitely not going to be like any of the other films." Yes. Which we again. We all know. Weird. I just love hearing the actor say that because mm-hmm. she said that, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she would tell Ezia for last week said the exact same thing of, yeah, it's just it's weird and it's out there. Like it's it sh- that's what yeah. it should be. And that's what it should be. But like the fact that they've got this caliber of talent signed on to it like means that the script must have been incredible. And their buzzwords are all like, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Like, what do you say? People ask. It's crazy. I love that like everyone has the scope of the film and like yeah. I can't wait. Well, different is always a really interesting and great thing to hear mm-hmm. from actors when they're talking about superhero movies because like let's think of some different superhero movies, Gardens of the Galaxy. Like there's not a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. A lot of them, like that's why I'm not gonna see Batman, Superman. I'm not gonna see if Fantastic Four ever. I'm not gonna see the last one. Didn't bother watching it, but it's because they're it's they're not trying anything new. And I think that it's really, really exciting. And I love Rachel McAdams. So so this whole next wave, Phase Three, seems like it's all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all yeah. new, all different. Yeah. Oh, perhaps they're, they're all they're all <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, and she also, uh, spoke about how, um, she fell in love with, uh, Scott Derrickson, the director for Doctor Strange. She also mentioned how she fell in love with his vision and his passion for the whole thing. So, 
that behind it with all the actors. Like, it's, I don't know. Nice. I'm excited. I mean, obviously, I'm excited. While we're on the subject of Doctor Strange, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, all of you uh, watching us on YouTube can see that there's a new Doctor Strange figure on the table. Oh, uh, that's nice. Right? I can see him. I, I got uh, I got that from my lovely uh, my lovely fiance, Brittany. Aww. She gave it to me as a uh, uh, late birthday gift, even though she already gave me a lot of birthday gifts. She was like, here, you need more birthday gifts. And she gave it to me uh, last night. Never ending birthday. The never ending birthday. Uh, so, uh, Maz Mickelson and she would tell, uh, Ishiofor also spoke, uh, of Doctor Strange, uh, at some point in the fortnight that's, uh, passed. Um, uh, with Mads, uh, Mickelson saying he hasn't shot anything yet, um, and that, uh, he will probably be shot just for saying that by Marvel. <laughs> um, and, uh, she would tell, I, I thought what was interesting about what he said, um, in, a, in another interview was they asked him, is he an antagonist to Doctor Strange? And he said, I don't really want to answer that question uh, because I feel like it's linked to things I shouldn't go into. I hope it will be interesting when we bring the film out to see what those characters are like or what they're not like. You're just going to have to wait to see. So I think that they're playing with him as an antagonist. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I Again, I've said this before. I don't think he starts as an antagonist. I think he morphs into one by the end of it, and I think he will be the primary antagonist of the sequel. Mm-hmm. So... And I think that they'll probably do something more akin to uh, the oath. Well, with this, this caliber of actors, you want a long game, like, and, exactly. and with this type of character, you want a long game, and with these kind of visuals, you want a long game. So it would make sense to just be like bad guy. So I think yeah. it's a great way to, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this year's insane. I'm sorry, ridiculous. it's just crazy. No, it's <laughs> like, ridiculous. We've got we've got uh, Deadpool, Deadpool to start the year, Dawn of Justice. We've got Civil War. We've got. Uh, well, we had Doctor Gambit. Strange yeah. in November. We've got Doctor Strange. Wait, there's another one. In there's there. another one. Yeah, like it's crazy. Just like the scope of next year. It's oh, so- and there's Suicide Squad. Time. Oh, right, yeah. Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, yeah, next year. I'm so excited for all of those movies. Yeah, like it's insane. Wait, it's are insane. there any two Marvel movies next? year? I think there's only two. Because they there's three some- X Men's next year. No Marvel. Oh, movies. Apocalypse. Yeah, right. Apocalypse yeah, next year. Yeah, but I mean, two Fox movies. It was going to be three yeah. with Gambit because I thought that was going to be their big phase one. Next year's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh man. Get movie oh, passed. right, because we were going to have Black Panther next year, and they moved right. that. Okay. I think it's really easy and terrible to be an elitist uh, when you're a comic book fan, because, you know, a lot of my friends, including myself, grew up being, like, made fun of for liking comics, mm-hmm. and so easy to be like, blah, they're mainstream now. But it's so cool. And it's, it's like, really cool. Yeah. It feels like we don't deserve all of this, but we're <laughs> getting it, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. a really weird thing to be, like, proudly wearing a Spider-Man shirt still, because of how many years it was, like, not a thing, but mm-hmm. I really, I don't think... I'm really proud of nerds in a way, geeks, whatever you want to call yourselves, for not becoming like the sports fans of the medium because yeah. it's not a thing where we like, I, I don't think we look down on people that don't know the source. We like tend to draw them in. Like, this show's all about showing people that don't know the comics yeah. what the world is and we didn't make it a thing like, hey, we were persecuted, now we're in charge. Like, we made it like, hey, thanks for realizing how awesome this is. Join us. I'm really yeah. happy really you've cool. met those people because I've met the people who talk down. Like, yeah, oh, you, yeah, they're, they're really like, terrible. oh, you only watch the movies. People. You're not you're not good enough. Like like oh the movies are, are crap. Like you should only read the comics. If you've never read a comic, you're terrible. I'm like really. I'm like go out and yeah. and say that we've dealt with this as yeah. women. I was, that's what I was thinking like, also. Yeah, because as yeah. a as a six five white slanky like slinky nerdy guy, like, <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Well, yeah, I, I look yeah. like a bro. 
so I think yeah. people are just like, my, yeah, comics. So my know, favorite like, is to, I'll take my boyfriend to comic conventions with me. And don't get me wrong, uh, Greg, giant nerd, super into video games and tech and maker stuff, but he, not a comic book guy. He didn't even start watching the Marvel news and our uh, Marvel movie stuff until we started dating, and now he reads some comics. We'll go around and like people will be like, oh, what do you what do you want? He's like, I don't know. I'm here with her, and people are like. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, literally, I don't know, I don't know crap about this stuff. He's like, I watch the movies because she got me into them, but he's like, I don't. I I'm, just, don't know I'm proud of us as a culture the way we're going. Yeah, with it. yeah. I mean, no, I agree. As, as a, as a comic culture yeah. and as a film culture, I'm really yeah. proud of us for making this what it is, and I think it's only going to help society to yes. have good role models in the form of powerful creatures that do the right thing instead of the wrong thing because yeah. there's and a lot of the yeah, wrong thing you well, are. I'm, just, I'm just saying there's so much wrong out there that I think it's really good to have the number one selling movies be about things being right with power instead of wrong with power yes. because yeah. like San Bernardino is terrifying Pastino is terrifying this week and I think that we need to have these morals pointed in the right direction through entertainment because people aren't going to listen to books people aren't going to listen to reading they're going to listen to shiny objects and if the shiny objects can have you subconsciously realize right and wrong hell yeah so yeah. superheroes moving forward is awesome aww yeah. Yeah. so good boy cool. I had to rant today at some point. Uh, okay. The underslept rant. It wouldn't be a show of Coy didn't rant. Hey, I, I have to pre- get preachy about something at some point today. I think it's, so. really, I think it's really exciting. No, I agree. Uh, so, uh, well, let's go preach on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 real quick. I just want to preach on that soundtrack as soon as we get an idea of oh what that God, is. Oh my God, I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, Volume oh, 2, I can't. I've listened to the first one so much that it's like one it's item so in my brain. Brittany, Brittany has uh, been on like a really big Motown <laughs> kick lately. Oh my like, God. Like, oh. I've, been listening, so oh. I've, I've been listening to a lot of Motown going, Oh, that would fit in Guardians. That, that, <laughs> yeah, oh, Star, yeah, Lord, Star Lord would listen to that. Like, so. Motown is my jam. Yeah. That album is a great road trip album. It is. Yeah. It's versatile, so but it has a nice through line. Mm-hmm. Isn't this one going to be more 80s focused? I yeah, that so. makes sense because it yeah. would be the next tape that his mom made. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we had uh, some news last week. Uh, broke and uh, it was broke from Ho- Heroic Hollywood, mm-hmm. our friend El Mayambi over there, uh, where he had learned that Star Lord's dad. Uh, first of all, maybe spoiler, probably not because James James Gunn debunked it. But uh, if you're if you're sensitive mm-hmm. to this kind of thing, uh, uh, the, they had revealed that his father was going to be Marvel, the Kree warrior who becomes Captain Marvel on Earth after he's like, I don't want to be a Kree anymore. I'm not going to spy for you, jerks. Um, but then uh, the next day, James Gunn mm-hmm. uh, debunked it. And his exact quote was, All right, from this moment on, I'm going to stop commenting on any rumors surrounding Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because eventually <laughs> mm-hmm. someone is going to come up with a spoiler that has some truth to it. That said, the rumors surrounding Quill's parentage at the present moment are completely false and aren't even close to the truth. I don't know how people come up with this stuff, but it certainly isn't through legitimate sources. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And I so. I know some people are like, well, of course they're going to die. Now I'm like, that doesn't make sense in in for Marvel to turn... No. evil like that. Like, why would they change that character so drastically? Yeah, well, he's not evil. It's just yeah. his dad, right? Like, Well, but if, if the rumors about him, but there's been other rumors that have surfaced that the, the dad might be a villain. We heard about that earlier in the, in oh, the summer. Right, 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 so right, some yeah. of that surfaced. So, like, you know... It, yeah, I don't like, know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gunning to find out who his dad is. I'm, yeah. I'll be happy with the yeah. reveal, or I'll be happy to let Marvel be like, "Oh, yeah. here's the trailer." And by the way, I know. Maybe that's his dad. I, know, I so. think. I think we'll get a dad reveal, but I think the dad and the villain are two separate entities. Yeah, Matthew, I think that, that's. Sorry, oh, I think that's just going to be like part of the emotional meat of the movie, and yeah. that's not something that we need spoiled. That's like yeah. Just, yeah. We're, cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Exactly. Matthew uh, Rondello in the live chat had a great idea that... Matthew also, Rondello! Yeah, it's on Twitter a lot, like that guy. Yeah. Uh, Random Theory, also mixed volume three, is going to be given to Star-Lord by his father.
brother. Aww. How cool would it be if, like, like they met and they both gave each other mixtapes, oh like the mom and the dad, gosh. and then, like, she made it a thing that he did that, and the oh, dad's like, awesome. yo, I got this mixtape. Like, how cool would that be? I love that idea. What would be awesome? Aww. Thank you, audience <laughs> yeah. in the studio. They're so sympathetic. Uh, by the way, we do have an actual member of the audience yeah. today. Our, our good friend Brian Markinson came in to say hello. He's uh, a man with many voices and applause. Yeah. <laughs> Those are those are not audio files. That's all Brian. He's very good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I. Uh, so anyway, let's talk about Marvel real quick. Captain Marvel uh, and who he is. So uh, just because we're an educational show too, we want to educate our audience. Uh, Captain Marvel uh, was a Kree warrior named Marvel. He was sent to Earth to spy on it because they were starting to uh, go into space. Yeah, advanced technology. And uh, the Kree were like, "Hey, who are these jerks? Uh, why don't you go spy on them?" And then Marvell, while he was here, figured out like, oh, the Kree are like mm-hmm. they're jerks. They're going to destroy the Earth, and they're using my like footage to figure that out. My my facts to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop doing that, and I'm now going to become a defender for the Earth. So uh, that's more or less yeah, it. Yeah. Then He's, he gets uh, space cancer. He gets space cancer yeah. and uh, and dies in the graphic that's novel The Death yeah. of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't be a spoiler because A, it happened in like 81 yeah. and 2. Is space cancer uh, the same type of cancer that it's Thor has the- now? Oh. oh. La- Lady, Lady Thor. <laughs> Lady don't Thor. even. Don't even with that Lady Thor crap, Matt. What, what? 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 That's what she's called. No, no she's not. She's called Thor. She's, she's called Thor. I mean, the fans call her Lady Thor. No, like, I'm just like, sorry, sorry. I don't mean to. Jane offend. Foster. Jane, just call Jane her by Foster. her Christian she's name. <laughs> Robin Jane Foster Thor the Third. Thor Odinson. Uh, so out there uh, being drunk and unhappy in life right now. He's Australian. You gotta have that face. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Captain Marvel does that, mm-hmm. and uh, Captain Marvel, the uh, the current one, Carol Danvers, got her powers uh, from Captain Marvel when her human DNA mm-hmm. was crossed with his super Kree DNA by the Psyche Magnetron. Yeah. So uh, comics, yeah. man. Wacky. <laughs> they just write words. <laughs> we need a machine to make a girl Captain Marvel. <laughs> Psyche Magnetron. Oh, Stan! Comics. I know. I'll give. I'll give the movies this. They kind of ground some of these powers mm-hmm. in a yeah. lot more relatable ways. Yeah. yeah, they put it in one power. Uh, and so, we'll talk about that when we talk about Jessica Jones. Yep. So uh, anyway, Captain Marvel's not Star Lord's dad, but at one point it was reported that he was. Yeah. So there's that news. Captain America: Civil War. We're going to talk about it a lot more later uh, when we get to the trailer. But some news: uh, Black Panther was on the cover of Entertainment <gasps> Weekly this week. Looks so cool. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's a great button on my rant. The, we live in a world where Black Panther's in the cover. Can we also tweet. address one of the notes was like... It, meow? Yeah. Can yeah, address meow? Yeah. And the whole thing about he's got claws, claws as sharp as any uh, Hollywood housewife or whatever. Why? I'm like, can was, we just... Why was one of the housewives of like Jersey Shore writing the front cover Yeah, I'm of, like, what is this? Meow? What? Yeah, it's... It was awful. I'm it glad was really it's mainstream, bad. but I don't want it mainstream enough that Black Panther has a meow yeah. written above him on Entertainment yeah. Weekly. Yeah, especially oh. because it's like we we've got our first like big black superhero coming in, and like this is massive and huge. And meow, like, just, let's make it weird. <laughs> like if it was like Star Lord, sure, like meow, uh, Star Lord, you wacky guy. Yeah, like, Black and Panther. Like, any of the mainstream superheroes, Black Panther is kind of curmudgeony. Yeah. Like he's kind of like mm-hmm. a, you know, I'm funny, I'm like really dry about it, you're going to deal with what I have to say, I am a king. Yeah, I am king. Meow. Meow. Well, yeah, like, 
He's hot. Meow. Yeah. Maybe it was meow coming from the, like the ladies watching. We're like, like meow. Mm-hmm. What a I'm, I'm yeah. sure that's what it is. But <laughs> I'm like, so, but it still felt wrong. I, it yeah. should have been on like. I don't know what's what's a female magazine Cosmo. that talks Cosmo. Thank yeah. you. I'm like yeah. the ones that talk yeah. about sex. Yeah. I don't know. That would have been better, but yeah. Uh, uh. Any, anyway, uh, if you want to like read a really good opinion piece mm-hmm. on that, uh, Comic Book Resources had a great one. I put a link to it on our Geek Girl uh, Authority page. Ooh, who wrote uh, it? Uh, oh, but don't uh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't have it written down. Aww. But it's uh, it's up there. If you want to go read it for yourself, it's a very good, very good piece. Um, uh, also, uh, in that same space, there's, uh, details on the big hero fight scene that are in the film. It's a spoiler, so I'm not going to talk about it because I would rather just watch it unfold. I know that it happens. I know that it probably happens a few times. I don't need to read about it. Uh, I did, uh, just so I knew, but, uh, uh, it's on the, it's on the website if you want to go look. Also, the Sokovia Accords, um, with the Marvel Phase 2 box set that came out, they have uh, a, the page of the Sokovia Accords that all of the Avengers are supposed to sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has the language there of like, hey, uh, here's what you're supposed to do. Uh, it's actually like reading the legalese of what the Accords would say and everything mm-hmm. is actually like, oh, that's what Captain America's fighting against. So really? It's pretty oh, cool. I, I kind of yeah. don't want to get into it for, yeah. because it could be kind of a mild spoiler for oh, people. Um, but um, it is uh, it's on our Geek Girl Authority webpage if you want to go read it for yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I literally read it was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Captain America would absolutely fight against that. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Okay, I, I feel like we can let the readers decide if they go read it and we want to talk about it in a later episode. Yeah, then we can address it. Yeah, let us let us know. Like, go read it if you think mm-hmm. it's not a spoiler and you want to hear our opinions on it and yeah. everything. Please let us know because we. I would love to actually talk about it, but I just, I'm being very sensitive to possible spoilers. Yeah, so. totally fair. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, just a little bit of news. Uh, Stephanie Folsom. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> Stephanie Folsom. It's a big scoop. Thor's going to be a musical. <laughs> oh my God. I'd watch that. Oh, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. So like Hugh Jackman oh. and Thor, like Les Mis. Now meets. I'm mad that I don't have that. I want that, that in my life oh. so I, bad. I want, I want the next Wolverine movie to be I've wanted the Wolverine musical from for years. Oh Since Hugh Jackman was cast, yeah. and I found out he was a musical guy, I've been like, man. There's that YouTube. The, yeah. the Hellfire oh. Club, just like oh, being a jazz band. Like the Moulin Rouge Hellfire yes. Club meets like Les Mis is Hugh Jackman going through like the arc West. of Weapon X and like Weapon X he's no, like you have West, seen. it's West Side Story that's how you do it really it's so big yeah. It's yeah. So have you seen Wolverine the Musical YouTube sketch it's amazing it is the best really? thing on, yes. I gotta look that up it's the that's best right. thing him opening the Oscars and just singing the I word know. Wolverine was as close as I'm gonna get but I need it but still <laughs> Uh, so, uh, anyway, the, uh, the news for Thor Ragnarok is that Stephanie Folsom is, uh, now working on the script. So it was originally, uh, Christopher Yost and Craig Kyle, mm-hmm. uh, wrote the script. Uh, they've brought her in. She's a 2013 Blacklist, uh, uh writer. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. she's a very well-received writer. She worked, she was hired to write Disney's, uh, The Princess of North Sudan. Don't know anything about it, but she was hired to write it. Uh, and the Blacklist uh, script that she had was 1969, A Space Odyssey, or How Kubrick Learned to Stop Worrying and Land on the Moon. That huh. sounds so yeah. up my alley. Do you, you want to know what that movie's about? Yeah. It is literally, a, well, the, the script, I don't know yeah, if it's being yeah. made or option or whatever. The script itself, from what I uh, understand from our good friend Matt Altman, uh, is, uh, he's a great guy, uh, uh, is about the Kubrick making 2001. Oh, it would be. Nice. It's not a documentary. Yeah, it's a fictionalized version version of Kubrick awesome. making yeah. 2001. So, I need it. Uh, anyway, they're bringing her on, and it, it sounds like she's got like equal parts like mm-hmm. fantasy and sort of like maybe a lighthearted like historical look at things. So, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I, don't, I I haven't read any of her stuff, so I can't really say what what they're why they're bringing her in. But uh, it sounds like you know with something like the Princess of North Sudan. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds I'm right. very curious about the tone of this movie. Thor. I know the, yeah. the director being so comedy based, and like I, I always felt that Thor was the one character they could of have comedy in the dry sense because that's the character and have like yeah. this epic scope Game of Thrones and now they're going like full bore yeah. comedy it's really interesting because especially with that. the title like Ragnarok how right. do you go comedy with it's a very this? interesting I'm excited it's just really yeah. weird I'll, I'll tell you how you want to hear how musical <laughs> you bring an ego you bring an ego the living planet. oh my god he's he he is originally a Thor <gasps> character it's true. he was introduced in Thor in like oh in Journey my god. I think it was Journey into Mystery where he was first came in I would kill to have ego in a movie. Well, I mean, I, that's yeah. why I was losing my mind in Ancients of Shield. I thought that was oh, ego, I know. That would so, be so cool. I would be that would okay awesome. with this. Yeah. Just bring in ego. Ben Foster for ego. <laughs> okay. <Ben Foster. laughs> Whatever. I don't guess. Just, just uh, Peter Dinklage for ego. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yes. Right. right. So good. Now, try and see in that. Oh man, can. I can hear his voice just so upset about being a planet. <laughs> just so, so upset. So actually, actually, Ragnarok is just ego. The planet. Oh, yeah, the that's, planet. It. that's it. That's it. That's all. Ragnar Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think that would be off. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's still the musical Ragnar Rockin. For those of you who don't know, Ego the Living Planet is very literally a living planet. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Ego. Because why not? And he's a planet with a face. Peter Dinklage. Now I need it. I need yep. that. <laughs> Peter Dinklage as Ego. Yeah, I don't think he's doing Destiny 2. He just says Game of Thrones, so, yeah. you know. Uh, Mary true. Marvelites, if you want to uh, Photoshop Peter Dinklage as Ego, the little planet, be upset. Yeah. I'll... Show it on air. I'll show it on air. We'll, we'll Frame it sing your voices. Yeah. Yep. I would love Go to see that. Go by my bedside. Uh, so, real quick, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp news. Uh, Peyton Reed promises that more Michael Douglas will, uh, as Hank Pym will return. Okay. Um, nothing, nothing right. big, nothing big. Uh, and he also didn't know if that even meant uh, different eras or flashbacks or whatever else. He was just like, "No, we're gonna have more Michael Douglas." No, he was so, cool. He was great yeah. in that. So I loved him as Hank Pym, yeah. like this curmudgeon-y old like I used to be a superhero, and now I'm not. Uh, <laughs> oh, what is life? Like, yeah, I loved it. I wish that's how he was. <laughs> that would have been actually really awesome. I would have. That's my that that's more. my Michael Douglas impression. It's a, yeah, a very strong Michael yeah. Douglas. It's a very like curmudgeon. Uh, well, I I'm a voiceover actor, you guys. So I don't know if you knew that about me. Uh, let's talk about Carl Lucas. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys know him as Luke Cage. Mm, Luke Cage. Let's talk Luke Cage. Let's jump over to Netflix. Uh, Sonia Braga has been cast as Soledad Temple in Luke Cage. Uh, Soledad uh, is a character that does not exist Mm -hmm. in the comic books, but she is cast in this show as uh, uh, Claire Temple's mother. Okay. Rosario Dawson's character. Okay, yeah. Which says to me that Rosario Dawson will have a bit of a larger role in Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because Claire Temple was introduced in Luke Cage as a love interest for Luke Cage. Interesting. Yeah. I think she's great. Oh, she's perfect in that role, too. Makes Mm -hmm. me wonder if Luke Cage will take place, though, after Jessica Jones? Well, it would have to because they hadn't met in Jessica Jones. Who? I know the answer. Who, uh, what, what, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? Brian! No, no Luke, it, Luke, it, it, uh, we're getting into spoiler territory. Okay. 
Uh, when we get to okay. the end of the episode. For, when, we get to okay. the, when we get to Jessica Jones, God. we'll talk about it, okay? Okay. I don't... I, don't, I know. I'll shut up. You upset the Meredith. I just don't want to spoil anything. Okay, let's go into the news. Because uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Jessica Jones. I know. We're trying to get through it. No. Uh, new picks were released also for uh, Luke Cage. They just came out today, so I just ran through them and, and did my best to find some. Uh, but uh, the one that we want to focus on, and I know this is for Meredith, is that we get to see... Uh, you know what? Just take it. Just take it, Meredith. Guys, look. There's Luke Cage, and there's wonderful Rosario Dawson, and look, there's Misty Knight! Look! Look, it's Misty, guys! I've been wanting them for so long! You don't see him at alarm, but it could be there. I don't know who the other guy is. Um, the other guy is Frank Whaley, who plays Detective Scarf, who is Misty's uh, oh partner. partner. Okay, so this is detective this is probably partner. gonna be a pre arm, and this is where she's still a detective and not a hero for hire. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so uh, just seeing this lit my day up. I'm yeah. so stoked. No, I remember seeing your Twitter. Yeah. Page. I was like, oh, there's new Luke Cage yeah. pictures. Um, I'm I'm so stoked because you know I was like Jones and for Misty, and then we got confirmation, mm. and now this, and this is great. Can what? you tell our listeners a little bit about Misty Knight. Uh, so basically, Misty Knight is uh, part of the Heroes for Hire clique. She uh, hang- pals around with um, kind of the whole like Luke Cage and Iron Fist crew, and mm-hmm. she's super powered, former detective. It's hard for me to kind of go into the backstory right now because my mind is erasing. <laughs> I warned you before the show to not put so, me on the spot with too I, many I things. Didn't mean to so. put you on the spot. No, it's I, cool. I, um, I just, she, really, they rebooted, uh, Heroes for Hire in the mid 2000s. They kind of gave her her own comic. Um, she teamed up with a couple other superheroes and it was a really fantastic run. I actually didn't know much about the character prior to that and I just fell in love with her during that run and, and she's just kind of strong. There's, I will say, in, she's kind of a bit of a stereotype in the comic given there's like a bit of a 70s flair, um, to her, to her, but, She's just so strong and, and so badass. And for me, it was great to see a portrayal of like a really badass black woman um, in comics. And, and that wasn't just Storm, because it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, Harry, oh, cool, I love Storm. But it's nice to see more, you know, female women of color in comics. And Misty Knight yeah, was really oh, yeah. someone awesome. And I think, you know, having her come into the Nick Cage universe is going to be fantastic. Um, I'm really excited about just what they're going to do with her and give her an origin story because I personally just want to see a greater Heroes for Hire story told. And everyone's excited about Defenders. I just personally want Heroes for Hire. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Defenders is going to be Heroes for Hire. And I yeah. think it will end up having like the, the four... Uh, core characters, the titular mm-hmm. characters, but then I think it'll also be fleshed out with Misty Knight. Uh, Why am I blanking on her partner's name? The other cool, the other chick from the Colleen Wing. Colleen Wing, thank yeah. you. The daughters of the dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if and, and hopefully we'll get our Iron Fist and everything, and hopefully yeah. Colleen Wing will be in that, and then she'll end up in Heroes for. Defenders, oh, that'd be a so. great way to introduce Colleen Wing. Would be in Iron Fist, actually. Well, that's, yeah, that's his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we've got that picture, and uh, we also see that there's a like a van or a truck or a suburban mm-hmm. or something steaming behind it with oh, Luke you know Cage that standing just... there. So you just know that Luke Cage is just like yeah. Bull! Like just <laughs> blew it up. Uh, so, but we again, we've got some other mm-hmm. pictures uh, up on our website, uh, like uh, Luke Cage with um, what's her name, Mariah. I can't remember her last name uh, as in, in the movie, but uh, she's kind of standing in the background looking at Luke. And, uh, and then we've got a, a, like a, some more spoilery sorts of things if you mm-hmm. want to go look at that. So, uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I love this picture. Mm-hmm. We've got it up. It shows uh, Luke Cage and Rosario Dawson having, like, fun on set. Like, they're just, like, together and having fun. So I really think, like, 
at the end of Jessica Jones, I, I really wonder, mm-hmm. and that's a uh, that's Mariah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what's that actress's name? I, I wrote it down. Uh, Alfre Woodard, uh, Mariah Dillard. Uh, but uh, I think that Je- I think Luke Cage like ends up kind of having a thing for Night Nurse a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. I think we're like reverse from the comics because yeah. they, yeah. they dated before yeah. Jessica mm-hmm. Jones in the comics. It'd be I cool think, if they dated. After. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're going to play the long game on Luke Cage and Jessica mm-hmm. Jones' relationship. I think they yes. should. I mean, keep so. it interesting. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to just have things work. And they did that in Alias. Like that's mm-hmm. in the comic book. That's and they, they ended it. The spoilers for Jessica Jones really well with that. We'll get to that. But like they ended that love idea well. Well, what I would like to see, too, because in the comic book world, um, Jessica goes on a couple dates with Scott Lang. And I'd actually like to kind of see that happen. Just Paul Rudd on Netflix. Oh my god. Uh, So, real quick, let's talk about Iron Fist, where uh, Jeff Loeb said, uh, here's the basic gist of what he said. Uh, The it's moving forward. It's moving forward as a television show, and uh, news is going to come soon. So probably like not this year, Nothing but probably January, February, we'll probably start getting a little bit more news on. Yeah, Iron no, Fist. It's, it's just they they probably want to take their time with it. There's they probably looked at the reaction to Jessica Jones. They're probably thinking how can we yeah. expand this more. I think you know. Marvel has a great idea of what they want, and they're probably looking, how can we make this bigger and better? I don't think they take Iron Fist away, because it's... It, honestly, if they're if they're looking to do more mystical stuff mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, they're probably seeing how far can we go with Iron Fist. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, yeah. I think they're they're taking it step mm-hmm. by step. They're playing it like... They're being... They're not being cautious, but they're yeah. just being wary. Like, they're, yeah. what is our audience like? What are they not like? Like, let's give them what they Maybe want. Maybe they're even looking yeah. for a bigger budget so we can get more of the... And mm-hmm. I, also, you're going to try to figure out the tone, like what the audience yeah. is like. Like, I, Marvel seems mm-hmm. to read what people write, and they seem to care about yeah. like the feedback. So, I think getting a tone for Daredevil, getting the tone for Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. is going to move mm-hmm. forward how mm-hmm. they shape. I mean, clearly, they're shaping Luke Cage in a very specific way. So, I think it's smart to wait until you know what you're doing before you do it. I mean, Fantastic Four happened, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forever. That's a thing that is tangible <laughs> yeah. forever. That is a thing you can put in a DVD player if you're Ugh. making questionable life choices. Forever. <laughs> so I think it's smart of Marvel to be like, hey, we don't have news yet because we're thinking. Because when yeah, you think, yeah. you make good choices. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I mean, there's nothing to worry about. It's not out yet. It's not supposed to be out yet. There's no delays. It's not like we've had a bunch of actors mm-hmm. or directors drop and pop in and out. It's a thing that's going to go well. People should stop stressing. I know it's exciting, but it's good. Yeah. I think that's why we're all stressing because we want to know. Like, who's Danny Rand? I want to know. Yeah. What's so bad? Yeah. You know, like... I don't, but Marvel doesn't even know. Like, right, they, they I, I think there's no rush. They have a idea of it than we do, but like... I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyway, let's jump over to television real quick, uh, where we're starting to get our first sneak peeks at Agent Carter. Uh, her, by, by the way, uh, her uh, premiere date was pushed back from January 12th to January 19th because hmm. of uh, Obama's State of the Union oh, address. okay, yeah. So uh, they didn't want to be like, oh, uh, competing with Obama yeah. is Agent <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Probably. Uh, for America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, as awesome as it would be when the the Nielsen ratings came back the next day and was like, wow, Agent Carter beat Obama. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, they moved that back. But uh, the, the the trailers for her uh, her uh, series uh, starring Haley Atwell and James mm-hmm. Darcy is, is Edwin Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, James Darcy. Like, it's, it's like the most <laughs> British name you can have. Uh, it's Darcy, other than Cumberbatch, like Cumberbatch and Darcy is like, it's like a fanfic waiting to happen. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's I, out yeah, there, man. I say, I think it's right a, now. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Google it, man. Google it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can see like, there's lots of great uh, footage of her, like just kicking ass, mm-hmm. and she gets like a super secret spy car that's probably like a predecessor, or a precursor to Lola. I just really hope they have Colson's car. Their whole trailer campaign be thanks, Obama. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, we had to push our dates, and now the parents here. Thanks, Thanks Obama. Obama. <laughs> I'd really enjoy that. Uh, and, and that that makes me wonder if like they're going to push back Agents of Shield any because that usually comes a, a week or two after Agent Carter wraps. So yeah. huh, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, Agents of Shield. Uh, do you watch Agents of Shield, Whitney? Nope. It's okay. You're. It's okay. Is it good? Should I be? I I have fallen in love with it, especially this season. I oh. like the first season was. It was watch. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It was kind of mostly watchable. Uh, the second season was great, uh, but this third season has been. It's bonkers. Good. Right. Okay. It's been bonkers. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind really two it. episodes, but you can talk about it. I just haven't watched them. No, so. I, you know, I'm yeah. just going to say like this week's episode of Closure. Uh, it, that was the title. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, and now we've got uh, uh, people. Well, I kind of don't want to get no. spoilers, but like, no, it's fine. I've read, I've read the reviews. I just, I because I've been keeping up with it, and I yeah. really like it. Just because being out of town, I didn't wasn't able to watch it like yeah. at my mom's or anything. Yeah. So, and I haven't had time to DVR it because Jessica Jones. So, I got yeah. you. I got you. But yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Nah, it's all right. Oh, okay. We, we want to talk Jessica Jones and Civil War. Show. That's what the that's we can talk about want. all the agents of but, Shield uh, next week. Yeah, we'll do that. And you mm-hmm. know what, fans, if you have questions that you want to ask me directly. about about Agents of Shield, tweet at me. I'll answer them. I'll make I'll make the time. Uh, let's give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, Sharktacon says that he uh, he just started listening to our podcast. Fifty seventh uh, episode Sweet. was his first, and I wanted to welcome him. So at Dutch Sharks fan, welcome uh, to Marvel Movie News. Nice. We're glad to have you. Hello. Uh, and also Nathan Coomer has been watching us since the first show. He's wow. been with us all That's 16. So cool, man. Uh, and he just started reading comics again, like just yeah. within like the last month or two. That's so uh, welcome back. And he said that his um, his favorite comics so far has been Doctor Strange, but he likes Daredevil, Punisher, Spider Man, and the Avengers, and he wants to know what other recommendations we would have for him based on that. So uh, I would like to tell you All New, All Different by Mark Wade. Uh, that Avengers run has been, it's only two issues in, and it's been fantastic. I've been loving it so, uh, so far. Um, Mark Wade's Daredevil. Was fun, but it felt a little off tone. Like I would, I would suggest going back and reading like the Frank Miller stuff. See, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not digging the all new, all different Mark Wade Avengers oh, at really? all. Like oh, I'm, I'm, like I'm, it so I'm yeah, I've been it. not liking it. Why um, not? It's just it felt forced when I got the the preview copy of it. I haven't, and okay. I didn't read. I, okay. Maybe I should read the second one because when I, I, I read, will, I will say the second one has uh, Nova and Miss Marvel. Yeah, I saw the relationship co- stuff, okay. which is right. cute. Okay. Uh, and then it has um, Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, surfing on Iron Man's back. That's cute. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. he's surfing on Iron yeah. Man's back? Huh. I'm on board for this. Okay. Like, well done, I'll give it. A, I'll give it another shot. Yeah. Uh, I also love the Ultimates. The, 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 yeah, the, the, the Ultimates is like, good. They're only one issue into that. So like, you, it's really difficult to do all new, all different bad right now. Because yeah. like, every book has been mostly I'm just, like, good. So. Looking at those... Um, gosh, the stuff with all the stuff with like anything that ties in with Old Man Logan coming back mm-hmm. would kind of go good with with that. Oh lineup. yeah, that's a his extraordinary mm-hmm. X Men. Extraordinary X Men yeah. would be good with that. And um, what's a good Punisher book? I'm not as familiar with Punisher. Coy, do you know any good Punisher books? I, uh, I know Punisher Ruckus run War on it was Journal. Great. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever John Romita Jr. was on the art, it tended to be good because he he draws a good Punisher. Um, he's tricky, man. He's really I, I like Punisher when he pops up in other stuff. Yeah, uh, his Max lines are really good, like Garth Ennis's Punisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Garth Ennis that's where I'd great. go. I'd go good. Garth Ennis's Punisher. Yeah, I, I would done. read anything in the Max lines, honestly. Yeah, Max the, is, Jessica Jones Max is what lines. started it all with the Max yeah. series, and I you know the Nick Fury stuff was great. I'd start with you know, Garth Ennis, yeah. I think. The yeah. only thing I'm not digging is the um, the Civil War, or the Captain America Max stuff. 
Like the red, white, blue oh, one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a weird way to... Why go already with Cap? Yeah. yeah. It's a very strange character to be yeah. like, you know who's gritty and dark? Yeah. That's America's Boy Scout. Not really digging that one. But yeah, ch- check out any of the uh, Marvel Max stuff. It's definitely aimed at 17 and older. Um, grittier storytelling, but it works. It's very grounded. But uh, all of you Mary Marvel lands out there, if you have any good Daredevil, Punisher, Spider-Man, or Avengers uh, opinions to share with Nathan Coomer, please do. He is uh, at N-A Coomer, C-O-O-M-E-R. Just let mm-hmm. him know. Let These him know aren't any of those things, but Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Oh, oh it's, it's so cute. It's so good. It's really good. I'm loving not, it. Not too gritty or dark, no. but no. still good. Oh, still good. Very good. The new vision. Oh, the new vision is... That, that second issue? I haven't read the second oh. issue yet. I liked Deadpool Thanos a lot. I don't know if you guys read that. No. Uh, it, like, deals with multiple continuities and deals with the concept of reality, and, like, it's basically them hunting death because uh, Deadpool and death had a relationship, and Thanos loves death, and it's Aww. them two, like, having to team up because, of, like, of death. And it's, like, super abstract, and there's, like, cosmic elements of, like, the Marvel Universe, and Deadpool's, like, dealing with, like, these giant entities, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm Deadpool. It's good. Check it's out. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's super abstract that. and weird. Yeah. And, like, Thanos having to talk to Deadpool is like a, a, a peer just drives him crazy so it's this buddy cop thing <laughs> oh but with Thanos and Deadpool imagine Murtaugh as Thanos and Riggs as Deadpool <laughs> right wow right wow check it out alright I'm All on right. I'm on uh, do we have any uh, iTunes reviews? Uh, Are we there already? Koi Boy? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we're going to have some quick shout outs and then we're going to talk Jessica Jones and Civil War give the people what these uh, give, give these good mm-hmm. people what they want alright alright uh, I had a bunch of comic stuff written down. I totally didn't know we were already here. I'm so sorry, guys. Dude, it's okay. It's okay. We can come back to you if you need to get that prepped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all right, right. All right. Let's talk Jessica Jones. Luke Cage. Meow. Way to call that. So, okay, so Luke Cage. Yeah. You were you were on board for Luke Cage. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that I'm not on board with, frankly, in that show. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. I have to say, my older sister... My older sister, who used to tease me constantly about liking comic books, over Thanksgiving weekend, I was like, dude, just watch Jessica Jones. She watched it in two days, and yeah. is like, I'm going to watch Deadpool now. Yeah. And then the next logical step is, I want to read a comic book now. Nice. I'm really excited. I feel like I'm converting her slowly. Aw, <laughs> that works. Awesome. It's so good. It's just like how... I think they did it right. I want to know... I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um... How do you feel about the change they made in her and Kilgrave's relationship in that they did have sex and they they brought that into the TV relationship because I know in the comic it was that was never yeah. a thing mm-hmm. it was it was the opposite. Do you guys cuz I liked it. I was not I was not mad at it at all, but um I, you know I it I know a lot of people kind of a lot of people actually brought up just how much sex in general the show had. It mm-hmm. didn't bother me and especially on the on the Jessica level because it grounded because for some people you need the physical rape aspect to get them to understand how bad like mental abuse is. Yeah. Because you it obviously the whole book of of Alias or just Jessica Jones time with Kilgrave is an extension of being raped, even if it's just a mental rape. Mm-hmm. So they, having that physical rape there, I think, drove that point home. And I think that's okay to have. Yeah. Because it, it does make it more mm, digestive for some people to understand that might not understand, like, what it's like to be emotionally and mentally abused by someone. I think you're someone. totally right. And, you know, I, I loved that aspect of the comic, how mm-hmm. she was like, no, he just made me watch mm-hmm. and drove me crazy. Uh, I really, really liked that because... I tend to really hate when rape is used as yeah, a plot device. Same. Um, mm-hmm. But 
I think it worked for the show. I'm yeah. not mad at it. I, oh, no, it's one show. of the few things that I'm like, wow, rape is a plot device and you used it well. Like yeah. it's, it's, th- that's the one thing is I get on to too many people who they're like, oh, you can't use rape ever. I'm like, no, it should be used, done and well and ha- with purpose. And yeah. this is one of the times that this is how it should be done. That conversation, not to spoil too mm-hmm. much, but that conversation they have is just, I think anybody who's ever been in a bad or abusive relationship can mm-hmm. relate, which makes him like the scariest villain. I think Kilgrave is one of the scariest villains of all time. Yeah. Because he's he, real. Ugh. Yeah, that's that I mean that's really what it was. I mean everything from smile mm-hmm. to just how he got inside people's heads. I mean it's like take the mental powers away and he's still a real life villain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I think the scariest part mm-hmm. is I caught myself sympathizing. Mhm. A couple times, and then we get so mad at myself because mm-hmm. it's like, no, he's terrible. Like, why? Why mm-hmm. do I well, think this? But it's. Ugh. But the show does a great job where they start to build up sympathy, and then they do an even better job of reminding you, no, like, no. he is a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Yeah, like I, I one of the. By the way, we should uh, give everyone the spoiler warning. Yeah. Like, we're going to yep. be talking two yeah. weeks. It's, it's, <laughs> two it has weeks. been, yeah. but we are spoiler alert. I spoiler alert. That. Spoiler alert! Brian Markinson, how are you doing yeah. all that? That's I just, just a man of many voices. You know, sounds with it. You truly are it's magical. Triloquist magic. Oh, uh, uh, by, by the way, uh, just a bit about Brian Markinson, real quick. He's a magician in the Magic Castle, which he's is he's the best magician. He's a magic. So, uh, anyway, uh, there are so the, many bunnies in here, and just one hat. I don't know how it's happening. It's crazy. And all the bunnies are doing close-up card tricks. Yeah, it's like really impressive. They're it's, actually the sounds that you're hearing. <laughs> that was all bunnies. tiny little bunnies. It's all bunnies. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, so, um, no, the, the moment that scared me the most was when he realized he could be a hero. Yeah. yeah. I was oh like, oh, God. no, no, no. I, I mean, know. yes, but no, 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 no. But yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I, I didn't know how to process mm-hmm. that. Like, that episode confused me, and I think it was supposed to. Like, yeah. I, I think you're supposed to feel conflicted for him at that point. Yeah. Well, it was Hollywood doing, or not Hollywood, but the writers of Jessica Jones showing, because, you know, we have so many television shows that give us that, like, weird... Uh, villain who we love, like Walter mm-hmm. White in that case, and how many how many shows are like we're rooting for the villain? They want you to show us like how screwed up that is. Yeah. For me, yeah. the episode where the show turned around was the episode that was so focused on him. It didn't do the full Kingpin mm-hmm. thing where it was just him, but the episode where he gets the house mm-hmm. and it, the, oh. so it it's ends with him getting the house. Mm-hmm. The next episode, the one where he's in the house with Jessica, is yeah. my favorite episode because it was like episode five, I believe. That's when the show really turned around. The first four episodes, I was I was liking it but not loving it. Really, uh, yeah. I thought it was a very it was well paced, but it was just not my speed. It was a slow build. It was, yeah, and, and I'm okay with that to a point. But at times, I was like, I get the noir thing, I get the jazz, but mm-hmm. I'm also like shiny objects a lot, yeah. and that's bad. It's mm-hmm. my problem, but it's no. just how I felt. And I liked Daredevil's pacing better. Um, but after that episode, the show took a turn that really it made it a psychological study, mm-hmm. and it was this amazing cat and mouse mental game. And then after that, they upped the nuke factor, then they yeah. upped the Trish yeah. factor, and then it just oh like God. it became this like house of cards. So the first four was like here, and then once. It started stacking, I was like, oh, okay, this was so worth it. So I really loved the show. I think it was a stronger medium than, than any of the movies get the chance to do because I wouldn't mm-hmm. give any movie that much chance. Yeah. I wouldn't give the leeway of the first hour of a movie being like, like I couldn't. Yeah. So I yeah. thought this had a very unique ability to draw me in, keep me there, and then be like, oh so I loved it. I thought it was really special. I mean, Trish is she such a good character. Yeah. I mean, 
there's they're all so wonderful and nuanced. I think that I loved all the Kilgrave heavy episodes just because it's such a good study in mm-hmm. what it makes a villain. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nuanced and it makes you like Matt, you were saying, it makes you feel conflicted about yeah. things. And you know, Trish I just love. I really hope there's Hellcat. Yeah. I like I just loved her background mm-hmm. and like the stories where they did flashbacks and her her mother like the puking. Oh, oh god! Yeah. god that's all so the parents so in the show, like the parents, yeah. Kilgrave's parents, like that Everyone's episode with them, like like the mm-hmm. yeah. like every time he used his powers, it was in such a clever way, mm-hmm. and it was so like budget driven in such a smart way. <laughs> like yeah. it was like, oh, that is a very cheap way to show true terror. Yeah, like staring at the fence was terrifying. Oh my god, uh, that yeah. required a man yeah. to stare at a fence. Yeah, well, that's the and thing like the fact that like he peed his pants. Yeah. yeah, when you see him like a few hours later, he's like terrified. Like, like you can tell he wants to move and he just can't. Like, and that use of that power was so much smarter than the stuff they could have done. Yeah, like, that was a yeah. very every time he used his powers, I was like. Like, it was so mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Like, them, the guy destroying the body, like, putting it down the disposal, why wouldn't that guy? Like, that that yeah. makes so much sense. And it was yeah. a horrifying thing to walk in on. Like, there was so much Dexter stuff. So much, like, there was just... It was great. I well, loved it. And the Whitney, way, uh, sorry, Whitney, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say that part of why I love Kilgrave so much is because he's not interested in being, like, taking over the world. That's he's, what I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. And that makes him so much scarier because he's just, mm-hmm. like kind of an asshole. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, I mean, he's, he's a huge asshole, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. But uh, he's just, he just wants what he wants and mm-hmm. acts like a petulant child and like reacts emotionally. What's more like, spoiled than someone yeah. who doesn't know what not getting their way is? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is yeah. more spoiled than that? That's the ultimate child forever. I like, had chills talking about it. <laughs> and like, just going along with that, like when he shows up to buy the house and mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. he realizes he could make this man say yes. Mm-hmm. He could make this man just move his right. entire family without paying him anything. Yeah. But he wants to be above the he wants to be above board. He wants mm-hmm. to see if he can do this. Like I was like, oh you oh And for I fifteen seconds almost, he's so yeah. bored because yeah. like he's like, yeah. I'm talking to someone. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. was amazing. And their dinner and that neighbor and the way he... I love the neighbor moment. I loved the neighbor yeah. came across and was mean to Jessica and oh he just made God. her feel awful and was yeah. just like, isn't it great to make people do what you want? And yeah. I was like, it like, is! It felt kind of good, It huh? was amazing. And then you had that moment with Jessica where she was like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. hero stuff, like mm-hmm. you said, I love that scene, that action set piece of the hero, like making him a hero was oh, brilliant. Oh, God. Because um, there was a moment that I'm like... Okay, I can. I can. Yeah. I, okay, and I'm like, come on, Jessica, why don't you just do this? Give him a chance. I know. Give David Tennant a chance. Like, whenever I was sympathetic, I was like, yeah. David Tennant, and then I was like, oh Kilgrave, and I was mad. Yeah. Like, I caught myself doing, like, David Tennant's so great. No, he's Kilgrave. He's bad. Uh, Brittany, Brittany saw a couple of tweets uh, from people saying that like Doctor Who's never going to be the same for them again. Whenever they go oh, back I saw and watch that. David Tennant, because it's yeah. like. Wait, were the companions actually choosing to be companions? Oh, <laughs> oh speaking so of, there was such so a good, funny. there was such a good, uh, like little Doctor Who reference. There's one point where Jessica says, "You're not ten anymore." Like, saying, like, you're not 10 years old, but you're also oh, not 10 anymore. Really funny. I was like, oh, fantastic. Not to blink. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were so many moments. Mm-hmm. Like, that show is so good. Uh, oh, I still funny. think I liked Daredevil more. Um, objectively. Really? Uh, I think, I think Daredevil worked for me on different levels. And I, that's only because it's my favorite of any Marvel enterprise. So yeah. I'd say this is in the top five. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 the jumping stuff didn't work for me. Her use of power sometimes felt cheap. And that's not their fault necessarily. Yeah. I just, yeah. like, I didn't always buy it. Whereas Daredevil, I loved all the fights. I loved mm-hmm. when you were in his head seeing his powers. Whereas Jessica, like, when she moves stuff and it'd, like, move a little extra, I was like, yeah. I will say some of the fighting, like, I'm like, you didn't even touch that and it moved. Like, yeah. the, there was some 
really cheap but, looking. But the fact that I'm being this nitpicky means it was a great show. Yeah. Like it was an yeah. A show. I'm literally finding stuff. I like will it's... say, I loved the acting in mm-hmm. Jessica Jones way oh, yeah. more than Daredevil. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But, oh God! Like I mean, great. It's, it's, both it's, of them are great. Apples and oranges. I love both apples and oranges. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say that this is probably my favorite Marvel property uh, to date. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's in my five. Guardians. Yeah, it's say, gonna be Jessica Jones. Guardians. Yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. Guardians. Cap. Um, I'm, not even, yeah. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, yeah. Just, those are just the three. It's and then so like good. Five. Yeah, it was yeah. great. I watched. I read, which actually may have been one of the first Marvel series I've read all the way through. Was, was I Alias? read yes. Alias right before the show, mm-hmm. and it. I loved it. I was a little worried at first because sometimes those comics can feel a little dated sure. with the art and and sometimes the one-liners, but it was fantastic. And anybody like there's so, so there's so much to read in Marvel. I feel like it's hard to go back and like read these classic ones, mm-hmm. but if anybody is out there that hasn't read it, it's such a good comic. It's a very yeah. good comic. So good. Luke Cage every time he was on screen. Oh Mike Coulter was oh. impossibly yes. charming. He's when so good. There was a moment where he was on the Harley and Jessica Jones just like reaches mm-hmm. her hand around him. At that moment, I realized if the Luke Cage series has one episode where it's very literally just Luke Cage mm-hmm. driving around on a Harley for an hour <laughs> and like every four or five minutes just looking up at a building going, sweet Christmas. <laughs> no plot, no story. That's I will, it. Sorry, I will watch <laughs> the living F out of an hour of him on his Harley just going, sweet Christmas. Like, he's a he was man. so good, man. Mm-hmm. Woof. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's meow. Come on. He gets wolf and Black Panther gets meow. meow. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scene of him on fire. Yes. Uh, yes. And like episode seven or eight, I remember uh, I watched it with Shelby and I was mm-hmm. like, I love in the comics when he goes to the hospital and he can't like, no one can treat him. Yeah. And then like two episodes later, I was like, it's a thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when it happened, like the stakes were so high, Nectar's mm-hmm. was there, it tied in. I mean, I wanted Daredevil there the whole time. There was no part yeah. of my brain that wasn't like, is he in the corner? Is she in the alley? Like, I was waiting and it didn't happen. It's fine. But, like, when Night Nurse came in, it was extra exciting because yeah. it hadn't happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that whole hospital scene was incredible. Oh, so good. I also uh, gotta say that I appreciated the first line of the series being the first line of the comic. Yes. Yeah. Great. There was a lot of those Great. moments. There's a lot of a lot of little extra sweets for you. Yeah, just and even the way they kind of ch- changed around some of the characters and stories. I loved Malcolm a mm-hmm. lot. Oh, Malcolm was great. So Malcolm wonderful. Was great. Oh. What about Hogarth? I know. I love yeah, what they. I love what they did with Hogarth, yeah. and just like even like the way I think the the story they ended up doing with Hope. I think that was kind of a, a nice little throwback to like that first case she took mm-hmm. in the comics. I thought that was a nice way to modernize it and really make it a central plot. Mm-hmm. And then just the way, like, okay, and, and you're, as an actor, I think you, I hope you appreciate this as much as I did, but literally seeing a foul mouth, drunken, private eye lady mm-hmm. made me so happy. Because oh, yeah. right. yeah. I grew up, like, watching a lot of, like, just AMC classic films, and I'm like, I want to be that when I grow up. Like, I want to be a drunken, swearing, like, <laughs> private eye detective on a film, but it, it, you don't see that role Mm-mm. for a, wim- a woman. My biggest worry with it was people would dismiss it as mm-hmm. being like, oh, she's edgy, we yeah. get it. But they made such a good job layering her and making her vulnerable, mm-hmm. and it's 
Oh, it's so good. I loved it. I just the, loved that portrayal. Yeah, no, she was so like, real. It was like it wasn't it wasn't this over the like beating over the head of oh she's tough and she's a lady. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. Like, none of that. There was none of that. It was you took for granted that she was tough. Yeah, she yeah. just happened to be. A lady, so yeah. who cares? And there like, were tons yeah. of like, tiny Easter eggs. Like, this show was very anti-big Easter egg. Like, yeah. the, the guy going through the window from Alias. The, yes. the Captain America suit kid running oh, to the park. Oh, that was so gracious. White, white uh, tiger being white mentioned. Tiger, like, that was, yeah. that was incredible. Uh, they're, they're freaking out and mm-hmm. about it. Like, white tiger being mentioned was incredible. Like, they were mm-hmm. all very subtle, very small. So it felt like it was in Marvel, but it didn't feel like we were forced to be yeah. in Marvel. Do, and I love that. Do you think that we'll get... Uh, Angela Del Toro in the future, like uh, in a future episode. Like I think maybe we could, but I don't think we have to. Yeah, I, I think it's think... a great way to have that as an option. Yeah. Uh, I think Nuke is important. I think Nuke's yeah, I, gonna I, be I incredible. Think... Nuke, oh. I didn't know about, no? and is a great character. So great. I, I, so the anti I have a theory actually for. Um, so everyone, I've seen a lot of people saying that Punisher is going to be the big bad for Daredevil too. I don't think so. I actually think. Nuke is going to come back for season two of Punisher or of Daredevil. Daredevil and Punisher have to team up against Nuke because Nuke is primarily a Punisher or a Daredevil and Punisher villain. I, I see him as like the combination of yeah. Captain America and Punisher. Exactly. Nuke. So, so I can really see Nuke coming into Daredevil season two, and that's who Punisher and Daredevil team up against to take out. Yeah, so I, I liked, I liked yeah. Nuke in it. I, I mean, Nuke, no, Nuke, Nuke is basically Punisher, but without like a moral compass. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can I say something controversial? Yeah. Yes. Sure. I am going to mention DC. And I'm going to preface this with, I am getting an ever-growing respect for DC, and I appreciate DC, so don't get mad. Uh, it has it has a different uh, fan base. It is a different type of medium. I hope this ties into uh, Jessica Jones. Oh, it does. It does. Okay. So I think DC is just different type of fans. Like, they're mm-hmm. gods versus underdogs. That's the most black-and-white version, very remedial way to say it. Mm-hmm. I thought Jessica Jones earned the kill shot more than Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they took him out in the same way, I mean, that's how Zod Mm -hmm. got taken out. I thought it was really interesting to have a character be taken out in the exact same way as another superhero Mm -hmm. property less than two years ago, or about two years ago, but it felt right. When I watched Man of Steel, that didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it was in character. It didn't feel like it was Mm justified. It it felt forced justified. It felt like it was setting up, the plot was trying to get to that point instead of the plot and that being a resolution. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that Jessica Jones had us earn that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to make that count in comic movies because if death isn't justified then we lose all gravity we lose all foundation reality and we lose all the moral compass I was talking about superheroes need and that's the only reason I, I talk ill of Man of Steel sometimes and I think uh, BVS is going to fix some of that because they're, they're really focusing on like the ramifications but for now I love that there was a justification for such a violent act that should be seen as a violent act yeah. well said mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I appreciate that I don't think that's mm-hmm. controversial but do you see they get real loud <laughs> and I'm just saying I respect you D but yeah, I'm just saying in this case. That's yeah. what I wanted to actually ask was how did everyone feel about her ultimately killing? I thought it was justified. Yeah. I, lo- I I was happy about yeah. it, but I was kind of like, I want another season of him. He's yeah, just I so know. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt the That's exact That's a great villain, way, right? Yeah. When you're yeah. like, come back, yeah. man, man. Yeah. You know, what? Well, thinking about it, like and talking about it right now, mm-hmm. I actually am angrier at Hogarth than I am about Kilgrave. Yeah. Because, I mean, she is way more, like... Her moral compass is more relatable. Like, how could you do that? Like, like, do the right thing instead of just like you're an evil person. I'm so, I'm I'm so sad. Her her ex died. I know, but I'm so happy that her whole life got screwed. <laughs> but then Jessica's just like, well, now you have to live to help me. And I'm kind of like, like it's it's one of those weird shows that people do bad things for the morally ambiguous reasons, mm-hmm. and I think that's okay, and that's why I'm actually like, 
I'm on board with Jessica killing Kilgrave. I'm on board. Like, yes, ultimately it was for revenge. Yes, it saved people around him or her or the world. Technically, she was doing a good thing ultimately. But let's be honest, she did it because she wanted to save herself and her friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's okay to show because we don't really have a lot of that in the Marvel universe, but it it exists in the comics. Yeah. And I think that's important to show that not everyone is a hero as we know them. I think that's way more true to life, mm-hmm. too. Decisions are never black and white. Yeah. There's always, you're always making decisions for personal reasons. Exactly. I, I loved it. I would... Speaking truthfully, love to watch another couple episodes just dedicated to Kilgrave trying mm-hmm. to be a good guy. Oh, I know, I right? That. I was like, I could take that yeah, as a web series. I want an HGTV yeah. episode of like him building that house. Yeah. I want yeah. like HGTV, <laughs> like Kilgrave, like designing this and like being on eBay and like doing remedial stuff, just yeah. being like, uh, people. <laughs> this is how people live. Like, I'd watch that show yeah. hard. Uh, I, I will say that um, my, my biggest. And this is so nitpicky. My biggest issue with the show that, like, I left, like, oh man, was that I don't feel like I ever got uh, Hellcat. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like, it starts off, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a badass. Like, yeah. watch out!" Yeah. Like the first episode, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, we're gonna get like Hellcat by episode five, and then like it, it, what it feels like is that she like ends up encountering Kilgrave and having mm-hmm. sort of like. Similar experiences, like PTSD wise, that uh, that uh, Jessica did. So, like that kind of makes her back off. And the one time that we do get her like full on just kicking ass mm-hmm. was when she takes the the, the pill from Nuke. Drugs, and, like, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to see her have to take drugs to be a. I want her to be a badass. Yeah. Like, but and we s- we see yeah. that at the end a little bit. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll, like, if they're they're talking about maybe having a sequel, though, like, uh, it hasn't been greenlit. Like, I think uh, something came out today where uh, Daredevil was greenlit, like, 14 days after. Like, wow. we're going to see it. like, more. And we're about the same time now, and there's not even talk yeah, about it, really. Yeah. So it's a little bit iffier. It might be a one-shot sort of thing, and they'll just keep bringing Jessica as a character, Jones back as, as, as a character. I, I think it but. did really well uh, as a show, and I think yeah. uh, I think the most important thing that isn't being talked about, which is makes it even more important, is the Carrie Ann Moss lesbian relationship felt mm-hmm. the most real of any TV yeah. relationship yes. I've seen in a long time. Uh, if you watch Shameless, there's a, a gay couple that are the best couple on TV, and they're a gay Love couple. Love your girlfriend's TV. Oh, hard. <laughs> no, no, but there's a gay couple on the show, and it's like this dweeby little guy and like this this hard like bro guy, not bro, but like street mm-hmm. kid, and they work as the most adorable couple. I loved that this had that as a lesbian couple, but it wasn't overly sexualized. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bunch of guys being like, oh, lesbians, mm-hmm. and then like they were hot chicks, but it never felt like hot chicks. Like, yeah. Carrie Moss yeah. was beautiful. Her girlfriends were both beautiful. Mm-hmm. But no one ever felt like they were pandering to lesbians Not or to lesbianism. It just felt yeah. like a relationship. No, it, yeah. And it, per- it was beautiful. Yeah, and it was yeah. portrayed yeah. as real and normal. And, and the Thousand Cuts be. fight? Oh, oh God. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, I'm just awful. like, I was really yeah. happy that the show didn't, no one, before mm-hmm. Jessica Jones came out, that wasn't like, and the first lesbian relationship in the Marvel U. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, it wasn't no. an issue. But that's but how was, Marvel's always been. But it's how it should be. And I it was know. really cool that it wasn't a point on the news. I never saw CNN yeah. talk about it, and that's great. Because yeah. it was just real. So I'm really happy All right, about that. So we've got to wrap up Jessica Jones, because now we've got to go talk about the Civil War trailer. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry that we've got this awful oh, chore. No. Uh, final thoughts on Jessica Jones, though, like super fast. Like, 
I want to say I feel like they're making us work for Hellcat because she did go toe to toe and she was like, "I'm not ready yet." Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if we get another season, I think that that's where it's going. I'm I really, hope so. yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I want that so bad. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I love that we had our first actually morally ambiguous female lead and morally ambiguous villain that truly felt like fleshed out characters, and it's a good sign for what's coming with the rest of the yeah. TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm just excited that we have a show that's addressing real issues like PTSD and abuse and rape and. And just in everyday issues, like just what it's like to be living in New York City. I don't know. I love the show. It's my favorite, probably one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And I want more. Also, they left so many open ends, like that all that paperwork and where where Jessica might have gotten her powers. So mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I will say that I it's it's damn time that women have like this badass character yeah. to Hell like. Yeah. It's not like a, a sort of like thing to look up to, but yeah. it's a oh you're accepting that like we also. Are like strong in our own right. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. So like anyway, yeah. I'm glad that that's finally coming into the dialogue in a major way, in such a good way, in a beautiful like cinematic way. So, news of a war trailer came out. Uh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's our show. Thanks for everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys. What, uh, what's up? Voice of Doom here. Uh, before we move away from Jessica Jones, I want to just uh, let you all know if you had did enjoy the show on our sister network, After Buzz TV, we've been recapping Jessica Jones. And on Monday, December 14th at 3 p.m., we'll travel, a.k.a. Uh, Will Simpson, or he may by, be known by some other names, uh, <laughs> will be joining us in studio. And I thought I would... Uh, make that announcement here on Marvel Movie News. That That's is awesome. so cool. Getting that in my head yeah. felt make me feel like a superhero for a split second. <laughs> I'm like, like yes. listening to someone's brain. Oh, oh yes. it's dad. <laughs> so yeah, you can find that at After Buzz TV on YouTube and uh, and iTunes and everything. Brad. That's awesome. That Thank, is thanks, so cool. thanks for that voice of doom, Zach. Now back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so the Civil War trailer came out. Um, it was amazing. It was so well paced. It was so smart. It was so many comic moments. It wasn't like, it didn't, it fixed everything I didn't like about that scene in Ant-Man. Remember that was my only, yeah, like my biggest yeah. problem with Ant-Man was like, mm-hmm. that was one of two of my big problems. But it was in out this of trailer, context in the Yeah, movie. it was completely It's just the context. tonal shift I was unprepared for. The yeah. credits were just suddenly like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the, the trailer, oh my god. Yeah. And that last fight with the three of them and the running Black Panther and the teams and the superhero movies. I'm just so excited, you guys. It looks so good. <laughs> and the sweaters and the little yellow and Captain America's. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> like, yeah, Koi said it. I, I know. I watched it seven times in a row. I, yeah. I usually, I usually like, am one of those guys that like, is like, okay, cool, respect, walk away. Could it? Could yeah. not stop. I watched like a TV show worth of that trailer just on it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. In preparation for this show, yes. I realized I hadn't watched the last. Uh, Captain America movie, and I watched it last night. Winter Soldier, it's the best, right? Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best. I, I mm-hmm. missed it, and it's so good. It's like an espionage movie. Yes, yeah, it oh is. It's a spy so you flick. just so you just saw Winter Soldier, yeah. like mm-hmm. that's awesome. So it's fresh on your head. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Oh, that's awesome. So I, yeah, I'm like twice as pumped now because I watched the trailer and I was like, this is cool. I'm gonna watch this, and then I watched. Winter Soldier, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited! It's great. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I what what sold it for me was you see Black Panther running through traffic chasing Bucky, and then you see Captain America keeping up but not catching him. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, you were doing Black Panther right. Yes, he's, oh, he's like Captain Even America. Even more advanced. Oh. He's like, 
he's Captain America meets Tony Stark. Right. Yeah, he really is. And his suit reflects that. Yeah. yeah. His suit looks like Kevlar <gasps> and Iron. Like, it's everything. Yeah. Like, and he's a ninja. Elements. It's so cool. Yeah, it's got a lot of tribal flavor while being mm-hmm. a ninja, while being Cap Iron Man. It's yeah. everything you want. It's They're always on point with their costumes. Yeah. Uh, so did I, you have any thoughts, Meredith? Um... All of them. I mean, I literally have all the thoughts. Um, I mean, from the from the opening scene with with Bucky there, and and from Cap saying, "No, we're not going to call Tony. We're not going to involve him." And and just to see Mm -hmm. where, like, you start to see that mental shift where Cap is, and he's like, "I'm I'm starting to pull away from this. I'm starting Mm -hmm. to pull away from everything." And and to see this, like, everyone back at like Shield headquarters or Avengers Tower, and you know, just. Getting an idea of where they're going to build up what the Civil War is. It's while the Sokovia Accords come into so much play, it really is a personal battle, and it's it's Tony versus Cap, and that's where it really comes down to. And that's what the heart of the movie is going to be, and the heart of all Marvel stuff really is. And it's it's between those two, and that's what I'm so excited about yeah. this. Also, also Bucky, also just yeah. Bucky. Bucky getting more time to shine in this than any movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this trailer being the most awesome we've seen Bucky, and it's two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Like there was there was the Black Panther moment for me, but then there was the moment at the very end where like the music was so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you just like sit back and listen to the music, it's just like oh, this is so Civil War. This yeah. is so yeah. good. But uh, what I loved about the end was the way that the music crescendoed with that one like very strong emotional moment where you hear Captain say. It's like something something along the lines of it's not personal. He's a friend, and I'm sorry. And then I used and then, to be. And yeah. Tony's like, we, we used, used to be, be friends. friends. And like with like, the black eye, yeah. he's got a black eye the whole time. Like his, his eyes look red, like he's furious, but like sad at the same time. I was just like, he's earning that yeah. island money, man. Oh, and I'm also yeah, like, <laughs> I'm also like, when did you? I mean, like you two were friends, but it's really you and Bruce, Tony. Come on, let's be real. Yeah, science yeah. bros yeah. and, science and bros, army yeah. bros. I know. Uh, I I couldn't change a thing in that trailer. Like, no. there's nothing I. It also didn't give a lot of weight. Like, I loved how it was just like, hey, this is what the plot's going to mm-hmm. be. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. But, but all that being said, we didn't see any Baron Zemo. Nope. We nope. didn't see anything regarding that entire Save storyline. Spider-Man. I'm yeah. so glad. There, nothing regarding Spider-Man in any capacity. Yeah, and I know people have been tweeting, like, is this a Spider-Man? I'm like, it's, no, no, it's, it's not. not. It's Spider-Man. It's a sweatshirt. Yeah. It's not. It's Spider-Man not. is, as far as we know and as far as I know he is not in this trailer whatsoever yeah. which I'm glad so. I really don't want like I, we were saying earlier trailers give too much away I don't want to see Spider-Man yeah. in the first trailer save yeah. that I don't want to see him uh, in period. any trailer I yeah. hope there's yeah. yeah it'll be in the TV spot because they need to sell tickets but yeah. I hope yeah because they need to sell yeah. tickets it's only going to make 7.2 billion <laughs> yeah. they need 7.3 no yeah. I just I think the trailer did everything it was meant to do and it gave us a tone like it's it's not an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Captain America movie. Yeah. The Avengers yeah. are there. And yeah. that's great. I was, that was the only thing I was worried about. Yeah, and that same. is well established in this trailer. Yeah. And I think it's like we, we had mentioned that this phase is going to be a lot more about team ups. And I think that's what we're seeing. I'd rather mm-hmm. see team ups versus ensemble. And yes, we're going to see some ensembles, but we're definitely going to see more focus on it's going to be a, a Bucky and Cap movie. And we're going to see some Tony. That makes and sense for the Black comics. Panther, People yeah. team up. And Scarlet Witch yeah. learning how to use her powers. There's so much. Yeah, look at oh, that. My, look like that. The, the, I don't know if, it's, if they can see it on YouTube right now, but uh, iTunes listeners, we're, li- we're looking at a uh, screen cap of Captain's team, which includes uh, Hawkeye, Falcon, and, and Winter Soldier, but we've also got Scarlet Witch back there like using her powers to fly, mm, yeah. and it's just like, that's the first time we've seen her doing that, and it's just, it's such a cool scene. Like, it's such a dynamic it's really look. So yeah. It's 
so good. It, it is so good. It does make me wonder, though, how Falcon's going to feel with Bucky back, if he's going to feel like second place now, mm-hmm. to because he's kind of been his, his sidekick for a while as partner. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about uh, thinking that Black Widow or Hawkeye might be the one who switches sides. I wonder if it might ultimately actually be Falcon, because he might start to feel uh, like that'd be interesting. That would be interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I all I care about in this movie is seeing uh, Ant Man on the tip of one yeah. of Hawkeye's arrows. So yeah. that, that moment, that cover, man. Yeah. If they if they do that, if they do that, the movie's a success. Just for the me. tip. Mm-hmm. Just get out. <laughs> Stop it. And crossbones for a second. Yeah, yeah. You saw him real quick. Yeah. Just very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much in that trailer. You could dissect it frame by frame as the internet has, and yeah. find so much more. And that's how you should get information. You shouldn't be like force fed it in the trailer. Movies yeah. are two and a half hours for a reason. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yeah. them. Especially these kind of movies. So, uh, do we have any closing thoughts on Civil War? Because we've got to start wrapping up. Our 90 minutes is about up. Oh, wow. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Wait. It looks great. I'm excited. <laughs> That's it. Mayor? Yay. <laughs> I just want more. Just zeal. Give it about. Do speechless. Do skip about. Um, so, uh, yeah, real quick, uh, we had a fan ask us, um, Dave Goodger, who is Dave underscore Goodger, uh, when the time comes, do you think Marvel will reboot, Ant, uh, will re- reboot Iron Man, kill off Tony, or keep him for cameos with a new, like, just actor in the suit, and mm-hmm. it's just the suit? Uh, like, I don't think they should do just the suit, because that would feel false. Mm-hmm. It would feel wrong, because uh, yeah. Iron Man's so Tony Stark. Uh, I don't... I think it's a Bond kind of character if they find the yeah. right actor, but also Teddy Jr. is Iron Man, so I don't know if they can. So yeah. it's a matter of finding that perfect actor yeah. that I don't know that it exists. I, I feel like more so than in comics with the movies, they have the ability to bring in new characters. You know, it's so hard to replace a character or an actor, or not an actor, but like a a, a a person who plays a superhero in a comic. Like, it's hard to replace Tony Stark as Iron Man. Especially, yeah. But I think in the movies, you have more ability to do that. So I think in time, if uh, RDJ wants to leave, they can start putting the seeds of a different mm-hmm. person to take over that role, not to just be like, hi, I'm Tony Stark. I think they can just have someone else take over Iron Man that's not Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. I have a closing thought I forgot to give. Uh, yeah. Black Panther. Months ago, I said, I hope Black Panther is like a Bond character, and this week Chadwick Boseman came out and said, He's a Bond character. Wait, he, yeah. he, oh, literally, really? he literally used yes. the words that he sees Black Panther as like James Bond, oh. and that he's not funny, but that he handles himself like James Bond with little quips and the way he, like his own, hmm. like he treats women. He literally said James Bond, and I was really like, "That's exactly the Black Panther I want." So it made me really happy. A bunch of our fans tweeted that quote at me because oh, really? like, he literally oh, said the so thing cool. that I was like, "That's my dream," and then the dream is happening. That's yeah, so I think it's really awesome. cool. Yeah. That's so like, awesome. Two verbatim quote. Pretty cool. So, do you think we'll see Wakanda? Oh yeah, in Civil War. I think so. I mean, yeah. we've, seen, we've seen South Africa. It makes sense. Yeah. Get, and we'll, we have to plant claw more. I think we'll have a little little taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to do five stars? Yeah, five stars. Let's do it. We've only got three. Uh, love this podcast. Said Coders one one four. Swervin Irvin is a fantastic name. And my favorite of the week is Kelly L, who said Matt and Coy are my super powered sexy man crushes. They make me giggle every week. Meredith is the gorgeous ringleader that keeps them in line most of the time. I love you all. Please never leave. Aww. That's great. It's pretty cute. I, I would read a comic based off that review. It's pretty great, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Thank you very much. Thank you. I don't know how to take compliments. <laughs> well, oh, another compliment. Then she made sure to be like, and they stay in line. <laughs> <laughs> she knew how to keep us. Uh, Voice of Doom, did you have something? Well, another feather you guys can put in your cap. As of right now, you are the 
45th most popular TV and film podcast on all of iTunes. Yeah, oh, I'll take it. That's so cool. iTunes is big, you guys. Yeah, Thanks. that's a big thing. We're in the top wow. 50. That's amazing. Oh, that's, that's really cool. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Tell your friends. Let's go for 43. I know. <laughs> Reach for the stars. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. We're number 33 now. That's so cool, Yay. guys. Oh, that's awesome. That's so thank, cool. thank you for thanks, that, guys. voice. Thanks, thanks, viewers, for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, you guys. Viewers. That's amazing. Oh. We leveled up. Yeah, we leveled <laughs> up. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, closing thoughts. Let's start with our guest. Do you want me to start with you? Or do you want me to start with someone else? Closing want- thoughts yeah. on the show? Everything? Just you life guys? in general. general. <laughs> Soul war, li- whatever uh, you want to say. Well, I really like you guys. Oh, I really like you too. I really like this podcast. I like mm-hmm. you guys watching mm-hmm. on, on Koi's computer. I'm super excited about everything, pretty much. Yeah, it's everything. Um, and I will plug my movie now if that's an appropriate thing. No, please thing do. 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 You have a movie. That's I, amazing. I just had a movie come out that you can uh, rent or buy on iTunes. It's called The Beginner's Guide to Sex. It doesn't have anything to do with comic books, but it's really funny and sweet and gross. And you can watch me in it. <laughs> I will endorse this because I watched the first five minutes as a preview, and it's really funny, and she's really charming and endearing, and I liked it a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Dirt Nasty's in it, right? Dirt Simon? Nasty is my love interest. Yeah. In yeah, Simon. that's exciting. Yes, uh, Koi Boy, do you have anything, sir? Uh, I. This is your final show is it, of the year. This is my yeah, final ever. show. Of the, is, I'm done, you guys. They fired me. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm done for the year. No, I'm coming back. Uh, I'll be back on the New Year's episode because we have a Thursday and Thursday's New Year's. But until then, I'm going out of town. I mentioned that Thanksgiving, I wanted to see my family, so I'm actually going back to Boston for the first time in two years to see my friends, and then going back for an extended say to see my family right after because I miss them and I love them dearly. Uh, everyone, love your family. It's important. Uh, <laughs> In closing, uh, I did a Doritos commercial. I helped on one, and it made the top fifty, which means nice. we're, in the, nice. we're in the one percent. There were thousands and thousands, and we one, they kept one. I see a one percent over the first time. Uh, so yeah, when that comes out in January, you guys can vote and stuff, and it's pretty funny. Um, and uh, is it the Crash the Super Bowl? Yeah, thing? Nice. We, we swipe for Doritos. We did like an app, and it's cool. funny. So <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be here for the next few weeks, guys. Um, so this was a great hour and a half send off, yeah. and the mm-hmm. reason I wore my sweater. Uh, you guys are amazing and I will miss you and I will think of all of you as one unit because I don't know you all individually on Christmas and have a very holly jolly awesome one and uh, hug everyone and love. Hashtag men love. Hashtag men love. Men love. Get <laughs> men presents. Love. Surprise people. Just do awesome in the world and things will get better because that's how the world works. Just do better. Meredith? Um, I, you know, I actually wanted to uh, thank a lot of our viewers found out uh, I actually had a not so good thing happened a couple of weeks ago. My cat passed. Um, so I know. Sad. It's kind of why I wasn't here for a while. Um, it was really sad, but um, I don't know how some of you guys found out because I kind of kept it um, personal, but uh, you guys found out and everyone who reached out to me, uh, you were all super awesome and thank you because it really did cheer me up because she was my baby, so thank you. Uh, so if you have uh, fur babies, go hug and pet them for me because they are the best things uh, and people are awesome too and you can hug them too, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I, I really did want to thank you guys because um, it was really rough for me and you guys cheered me up uh, and on that note also um, I just hope everyone has a wonderful holiday i uh, very happy I got to go home and see my family for Thanksgiving um, and always spend the holiday with my uh, boyfriend and his family so it'll be good um, and then just catching up on comics because I yeah, haven't that's what I'm doing yeah, <laughs> like surprisingly of all the plane flights I was on I didn't get to read a lot of comics so I'm two weeks 
behind. Such good ones. I know, I know. I got to go read. I, I like read a couple like Vision and some other things, but I want to read a lot of comics. Me and my dad read comics together when That's I'm home. So oh, it literally, that is so there's cool. like a couch and a couch, and we just like flip and like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wish it's I. It's like had the that. coolest thing to like oh, hand back and forth. So I'm, I'm stoked for that. And then just some um, a, a little plug for me. I actually uh, write over at Geek.com. So if you guys like uh, my writing, you should go read what I do over there. And I have a, a YouTube thing I do. It's small. I just. Uh, people send me stuff and I unbox them or I do videos about me talking about comic books. It's youtube.com slash the Maricat says. And I most recently did an unbagging of Harley's Little Black Book. Aww. It's uh, really cool because DC did something really, really neat and different with it. So please go watch it because uh, I don't know. I'm really excited because Harley is back to being awesome in it. I will definitely say that. <sighs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the really covers cool. are amazing. They are so Batman amazing. Europa is so good. Sorry to talk about a DC no, comic. Batman Europa is incredible. I, Read I, Batman really Europa. Is. Yeah. Oh, so was uh, Dark Knight 3. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm surprised good. that I loved it. Uh, so, uh, real quick, uh, on our live chat, Lexi Canel uh, asked if I was excited for Dan Abnett's Guardians comic, Guardians 1000. Uh, if Dan Abnett's going to write it, I'm going to be excited about it because he wrote, like, I think the quintessential run. Like, mm-hmm. he, like even more is like, in my opinion, even more so than what Bendis is currently doing. Mm-hmm. Dan Amna and Nandy Lanning's run on Guardians is what brought Guardians back, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's so 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 good. So that's my uh, that's my thought. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays coming up. We've got two more shows left, but that's our show for today. That's our ninety minute holiday Woo! spectacular. Thanks, uh, thank that you, Brian, so for coming fast. in and yeah. sleeping on our cosmic couch. Thank you, and you're always welcome. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Marvel Movie News, rate us, leave us a comment. Uh, also, do the same thing on uh, YouTube. Find us on Facebook forward slash Marvel News. Show uh, and Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Uh, Whitney Moore, what's your Twitter? Tweet me more, T W E E T N E Y M O O R E. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco at M Placco. I'm Coy Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U. And that's our show. Thank you very much. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.